Hey, thanks for checking out the Ham and Spam Retro Review. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe, leave a like, or leave a comment, whatever platform you listen to this on. And also remember, there's always additional content on our website, hamandspam.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy it. For even more content, check out our friends Nick and Brandon over at their podcast, Talk or Go Home. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 36 of the Ham and Spam Retro Review. Um, Hammy is not able to be with us. He's got some uh, prior engagements with family in and whatnot. So um, for this particular episode, we are in the luscious Dog Talk slash Bulldog TV studio at Asheville High School right now. Um, because this is, for me, one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, we're going to review NCAA football. Uh, particularly the series, but a lot of uh, a lot of what we're talking about is going to be really derived from the last edition, which is 2014. Um, to my left, I have one Brandon Farmer, aka Turkey. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. Wow, <laughs> that's my best turkey. Ring Sorry, I can do. And to my right, I have Brandon's brother Alex. And we got to give you uh, and, and and then to his immediate right is Nick. Um, you so heard what are these Brandon. two called? Well, that's that's okay, we're, we're before the on. end of the show. Hammy said we had to give him new nickname. Okay, that's so totally. y'all be thinking about it, and we might let you go with your own meat nickname, but we gotta come up with a meat nickname for you too. Okay, so well, um, I got mine if we want to go. That I, well, right. I, I've got yeah. Well, then spill the beans. Well, first, <laughs> uh, we well, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> it can't it can't be ham. It can't be spam. Oh, it oh. can't be turkey. Dang. It can't be treat. Which is the off-brand of spam? That's what Caitlin's nickname is because she's <laughs> she's almost uh, she's she's more salty than spam. Yes, and she's a little cheaper than spam. Than spam, I, guess. Yeah. I don't know. She's the armor version of it. Um, we've got pastrami, which is Jeff. We've got um, <laughs> pastrami. pastrami. We got roast beef, which is Hammy's cousin. <laughs> yeah, so roast, roast beef's gone. Okay, and then we have uh, salami, which is Justin Williams, who was on a couple of weeks or last week actually, last week's episode. Yeah, so uh, I think so, I got Alex's. All right, well let's let's go with it. We'll see if we can vote on it or not. Go yeah. ahead, pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. All right, well, uh, if you if you give your your <laughs> own self shot. a nickname, baloney. Baloney's no, already taken. taken. Casey. No. Casey's baloney. Okay, what if I went Bologna? That's the same thing. Well, yeah. not technically. No, it's no. pronounced it's the same meat. Technically, yeah, I, I got, still got the little. I still got the little red I got ring. Mine, on. but I want to hear what you think mine is. Feta cheese, meat. That's, that's <laughs> dumb. Oh, is it just meat? <laughs> Stupid. Oh, I thought. Did we name somebody cheese though? No, we didn't name nobody. What cheese? do you mean we? This is my podcast. Okay, it's it's, it's funny you said that I'll because say, my not nickname we, in high school was White Cheddar. <laughs> There's a long story behind that. Gears was mine. Well. One of my many nicknames, but yes. White Cheddar. That's funny. White Cheddar. Okay, I've just got, meat. All right. I've got one. Are y'all ready? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Let's do it. My meat nickname. Meat nickname. Prosciutto. <laughs> I 
I'll never be able to remember that. <laughs> it's like Italian ham, I think. Okay, also called pepperoni. Pick again. What? It, it's not exactly <laughs> pepperoni, though. I think it's a little more refined than pepperoni. What is the one you can get at Subway with the uh, the Italian trio? Isn't it? Uh, uh, it's sala- uh, there's salami. The Subway in town closed. Yeah, a little too soon to bring that up, but... I know what you're talking about. The I Italian really thought I had a good pastrami. name on that No, one. pastrami's already taken. I was thinking pastrami, so never mind. Yeah, shut me down. Let me I've see. got one for you, Alex. Pickle loaf. Pickle loaf? Pickle loaf. Or olive loaf, if you'd rather. I kind of like pepperoni myself. <laughs> we can go pepperoni. Nobody's gotten pepperoni yet. Are you... All right. So this now is... Now spell that for me. P-R-O-S-C-I-U-T-T-O. And you pronounce it how? Prosciutto. The it's fact that you are putting so much stress in the pronunciation <laughs> is great. Well, I, I, I'm an Italian at heart. <laughs> Prosciutto is an Italian dried cured ham that is unusually, excuse me, that is usually thinly sliced and served uncooked. Might as well go with that. I mean, <laughs> him and Hammy do you want, get along well. They do. They're pretty much the so, same. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty much the same person, just a little younger than a, the other. Am I a, a more refined Hammy? I'll let Hammy give you the, the answer for that <laughs> next time we see him. Probably so. Probably so. So, um, so um, we just got through recording the YouTube video that's going to go with this. So be on the lookout for that one. Bolo uh, for that one. Um, that is uh, <laughs> police lingo. Yeah. Um, so that is uh, me and Brandon going through and playing uh, with updated rosters. We played the Fiesta Bowl, yeah. um, which is going to be uh, Ohio State versus Clemson in the first round of the college football playoff. Uh, Brandon beat me by one. No, by two. two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was, down, nah, I was you, only up by yeah, one. Yeah, you missed that field goal. Yeah. So, um, good game there yeah. at the end and everything. So, yeah, uh, go it. go look for that. Um, give us your comments and critiques because, good Lord, we uh, – this is only our second video, and we got a long way to go. Yeah. So, anyway, um, we usually start this off with uh, how your week was going, and Brandon, you gave us a little bit of a story, and I said I kind of want to put that on the podcast. So, Brandon, how how has your week gone since uh, since Christmas here? Uh, you talking about the story I was just talking yeah. about a while ago? Yeah. Um, no, it's gone pretty good, man. We uh, actually today took the kids out go watch a movie uh, at. Uh, town close to us, not too far from us. It's got a movie theater, bowling alley slash gaming place. You can, it's all three you can do. Um, so we went and watched the movie. Took the kids to watch a movie. Then we bowled for an hour. What movie did you see? Uh, don't make me say it. <laughs> Come on, say it. Say it out loud for the dozens and dozens of uh, Hammond Span listeners. Frozen two. May I, may I say, yeah. no, I was happy. I was happy to go get the popcorn and drinks throughout the entire movie. So, I understand. I mean, hey, unlimited popcorn there too. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, they do have it yeah so I just, I was happy to, that to be my job. So um, this right here is what kills me. You, yeah. you have three boys and one girl, mm-hmm. and and your little girl is not the oldest. She's the second oldest, right? Or next to oldest, however that goes. Yeah. So with all that testosterone and masculinity, y'all still went to go see Frozen 2. There wasn't well, like a Rambo movie playing or anything? Actually, the one to your right had gotten that for for Christmas for us. Ah. So. He's talking about Alex yeah. slash 
strong. I was like pepperoni. I did. By the way. I did ask Amanda. I said, you know, hey, um, let me and Brandon go watch Star Wars, and y'all can go watch Frozen. She's like, no. <laughs> so she this cut is that a down. Family event, dadgummit. Uh, yeah. So we had to be with the family. So then after that, I was like, hey, let's bowl. So um, Daddy whooped up on them in the bowling. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Whooped All up right. a bunch of ten. Actually, ten Brandon Junior came in last. Oh. And he was highly upset about it. Wow. Ooh, I'm gonna get um, him on that one next time I see him. Jace and Grant beat Mom. Wow. Were they yeah. using a little? They had the bumpers. Well, they had the bumpers, but they had the little ramp thing too. Yeah. Or they no, just, no ramp. Okay, no ramp. So they, they were slinging that thing. Yeah, they were slinging it down there. So wow. that's actually pretty um, impressive. Yeah, honestly. Grant and Jace beat Mama, which I started laughing hysterically <laughs> at Mom. I was like, "You're too youngest to beat, or two of your youngest just beat you." Um, well, I mean, even the fact they beat little Brandon—that's uh, right. Gets yeah. pretty competitive. <laughs> I can't imagine that. So, well. <laughs> did Brandon have the bumpers up or not? No, he had no bumpers up. So he had he had a task at hand. So he guttered a lot. Um, but Brandon has got a spin, a curve on his bowling ball that he throws. And me and Amanda were looking at it. And I was like, how is he doing that? He's he's just naturally just throwing it down, but it's got a curve on it where it just meets right back in the middle on them pins. So after he watches NFL game day on ESPN, he's been watching bowling right after that. I guess so. You know, I guess. Vanderbilt's won multiple national championships. You might have a bowler on your hands instead of a I, baller. I might, I might do that. I might so do that. Send it to Vanderbilt. Make him a doctor and a bowler. Yeah. There you go. Um, so after we got done with that, we played games. Sure. Which is fun. Did you play the oversized Pac-Man game that they have there? No, well, we didn't play that. I don't think we played that. Well, this we, podcast we're trying, is over. Yeah. Um, we're trying to get as many tickets as we possibly could for the kids to get little prizes there at the end. So. Right. Um, then after all that, having a great day. and That sounds fun. like a fantastic fun day. Right. And, yeah, I bet and, they were stoked after yeah, that. Yeah, so after we get in the car, it's just uh, – Mass chaos where we're arguing, we're complaining, and I'm like, well, Daddy, I didn't get to what, do anything. I'm bored. I want to go do what something What is this? Else. I mean, we just had the best day ever, and we still want to complain and argue about every little cop picking thing that we do. <laughs> they probably just needed a nap. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. Only on the Ham and Spam Retro Review podcast. So that was my day. Hear, that was my. Where you hear cotton picking, by yeah. the way. I was about to say, when he said that, you know, if, if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, you're gonna know where we're from. Exactly where we after are from. After you hear him say that, yeah, I'll give you a hint. It's it's the southeast somewhere yeah. in the if southeast. You can't, I mean, if you don't say cotton picking, I don't know what else. You know, I hadn't said cotton picking in a while, but I'm gonna start saying it again. <laughs> I forgot how great of a word that is. Uh, no, I love Nick being on here because he's giving you so much crap right now. Well, I, I mean, what do you think? Hey, man, what do you think? Picking kids, we gonna go home and. <laughs> We're going to snap beans, and y'all going to know what it's like to be an Alabama <laughs> Rotide War Eagle, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what do you think Northerns, Northerners say? Northerns? Northerns? <laughs> Northern beans. Northerns? Northerners? What do you think that's compared to what they say up there? Oh, so the one thing – okay, I don't know. Complete tangent here. <laughs> Pig trail. All right. Nor- I have a friend of mine that I went to college with from Ohio, and they don't say buggy. They no, 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 no. That's a purely su- that might be purely Alabama. They say shopping cart. Yeah, it's a cart. Said, Why would you waste that many syllables on something that's so just useless? All right. right. Buggy. Buggy. That's two syllables. Shopping cart. That's three syllables. You could save a syllable by saying right, buggy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So northerners, I don't know. They'd say uh say pop. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of coke. Pop. Uh give me I, some pop. 
I've always found that fascinating too because I've got a cousin that lives down in Florida and she'll say soda or a pop and then she'll say I want a soda and then you got to go okay well what do you want you know nobody says soda down here right yeah but when you go somewhere down here it's like I want a coke okay what do you kind? want a coke do you want a diet coke do you want a sprite it's, it's a what kind yeah. comes right after that you know and they say well we don't have coke we have pepsi products and you say well i want a mountain dew or dr mm-hmm. pepper or what have you yeah but everything here is a coke well that's because you know we're two hours away from coke central atlanta that's part of it uh, i think that's a it's just it's just ingrained in the lingo i guess because even when i was i, I didn't know when i was you know six seven five six seven i didn't know that coke was two hours away i still called everything a coke yeah you know i want a coke to drink well, what kind of coke i want a sun kissed you know yeah. it's just how it always went i guess it was just that's what it was for my parents coming up and then it just kind of got instilled into me so i i don't know all right sorry on the picture <coughs> but you know how was yours y'all's week uh it was pretty good did the uh did the whole um christmas thing uh we we did all of our well I, i'll i'll spoil it because i know my my wife and my stepdaughter will definitely be listening to this. Uh, I've been bugged from about two days out of Christmas all the way up until we finally opened up presents to open up presents. Everybody's like, hey, can we open a present tonight? I said, no, we're not opening presents tonight. It's not Christmas. I had my I had my Clark Griswold moment. I was like, <laughs> you know, Santa's yeah. going to squeeze his fat tail down that chimney. Yeah. And, uh, and you're going to wait on him. Yeah, and you're going to wait on him. And, like, it was, can we do it now? Can we do it now? Can we do it now? I woke up. Well, that was Caitlin. Well, Caitlin got mazing on it. So, like a day out from Christmas, or two days out from Christmas, they're both hounding me. Well, I wake up Christmas Eve morning to my wife standing over me saying, Hey, can we open Christmas now? And I'm like, What in the world? It's, it's Christmas Eve morning. Well, it, it, so I gave in and we opened up Christmas presents. No. Oh, no. Yeah. oh no. man. So what did you do Christmas morning? Well, Christmas morning, um, Maze, Maze had to go to his mom's at like 10 in the morning. So it kind of worked out. Um, and then Christmas Eve night, we had dinner over at my uh, my mother's house. And um, so we did that, did Christmas there at her house and went to sleep. And um, for those of you that don't know, my son has been grounded for unbeknownst reasons. Um <laughs> I know y'all don't. Re- that's fine. That we won't. We, yeah. that will not be discussed. Yeah, we're not going to get into it. But uh, one of the one of the things he's been grounded from is uh, his video games. Yeah. He's almost two months. By the way, I I come down hard. Wow. Yeah. So the about the only thing he asked for for Christmas was a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So Dad pulled a Christmas story. Dad here, Clint, pulled a Christmas story, and uh, hit hit a gift. So he goes through all his gifts, and man, he is. Down oh, and there out. you and go. He's like, oh. oh man, it's like, Dad, I wish I would have got a Chris. I wish I would have got this Nintendo Switch. I said, Well, Bub, I said, we were gonna get you one, but then you you messed up. You got grounded. And I said, That's a game. You can't play games. So you know, we didn't get you a Switch. And he's just like on the verge of crying. Like, man, I know I messed up, but I really wanted one. And like, I really pulled on his heartstrings and everything. And then, uh, <laughs> hey, what's that over there behind the tree? And he goes over there and he just goes ecstatic for it. He starts ripping it up. He knew. He, I mean, obviously he knew what it was. Yeah. But uh, he was super proud of it. And I gave him a 24 hour pass to play his new Nintendo Switch. So, well, that's good. So yeah, with, I mean, with like, him leaving at 10, yeah. you know, that was probably nine ten in the morning. We got it set up for him. He had a 24 hour pass. 
I don't think he went to bed. <laughs> I think he played for the entire 24 hours up until we went to my mom's house anyway. So Now, did he like he, – he must have like smashed in a mailbox or committed some other kind of felony. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's okay. You can you, – you Yeah, we're not going to get into that. that. If anybody <laughs> wants to know, uh, hit me up on Twitter or something. I'm, <laughs> <tell you. laughs> I'm just I'm – just, I'm trying to think of the most bizarre thing that he could have done to – well, my funny bone. But anyway. well, I'll I'll tell you this way: it it made me so mad that I took the one thing that he really coveted most. Yeah. Well, and everybody knows he played football. I I held him out of his last football game for it too. So it was it was rough. It was oh, rough. Man. I was I was super super mad. So yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, I got hounded for like three days before Christmas. That's crazy, man. Hey, can we open Christmas? Caitlin can we open Christmas? Twenty five. Four. Four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's my age. Yeah, she's she's, she's hounding me. For a year it. ahead of me, and she's yeah. like, "Hey, can we open? What really? Yeah. Honestly, y'all, I didn't even realize how close it was to Christmas until we came in Monday. Me, Brandon, and Alex came in and recorded an episode of Talk or Go Home Monday. Ah. Uh. And after yeah. that podcast, that's c- kind of when I realized I had to get some presents to uh, some uh, uh, two of my little cousins, and they were out in the wrestling room. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's we're Christmas is here!" Right. By the you way, know? that went quick. It that doesn't even seem like Monday. It seemed like yesterday we just yeah. did that. Yeah. I mean, it just whoa. it all. Yeah, the yeah. past couple of days have been a blur. Yeah. So a little preview. We we know y'all are four episodes in. This will be if y'all release it. You know, you, I don't know if this is the next one y'all will release, but what it what that, is the one y'all just recorded? The one that we just recorded will come out halfway through January. Okay, so y'all so are a couple. Y'all are, y'all are two ahead. episodes ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the one that so y'all are come smart part podcasters. We're not. <laughs> we do it week to week. Like we can't get ahead. It seems yeah, like yeah. Like Hanny's got something going on, or we're sick, or we're out of town, or something's going on, and. You know, this is Saturday. This episode will release tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> so, so, well, it, the uh, God. So, the which one comes out on the thirtieth? I forget. The one Christmas New Year's, special. New Year's, New Year's Christmas yeah, special yeah. comes okay. out on comes out. the thirtieth or the thirty-first, whatever that. However, that Sunday yeah. falls. So, uh, which is this Sunday? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's this Sunday. Yeah. And so that episode comes out then, and then uh, two weeks into January, the next episode after that, episode six. That's going to be... And y'all release on Mondays or Tuesdays? Monday mornings. We release Monday, Monday mornings. mornings. So y'all release on the 30th. Yes. And then you'll release on the 13th? Yes. Monday the 13th? Yes. Okay. Yep. And so they, they release Monday mornings. So that next episode will be... It'll have the one and the only Alex Farmer on there as a special guest, but we're going to talk about actually the topic of discussion is going to be what is the best sport? Not what is our favorite sport. We go over that, but the main topic of discussion is... What is the best sport out there? So we break down what defines a sport and what defines best. What is our definition of best and why? And we, we go and we talk about that. All right, that. well, so completely off the topic because this is supposed to be NCAA football. I, I'll give mine. Yeah. And my reasons for it are different than my favorite, which is going to be weird. Yeah. No. That's L- listen. Yeah. But, but this best sport is one I can't stand to watch. What, what's, your, what's your favorite sport? My favorite course. sport is college football. Football, but college okay. football. Okay. I mean, that's right. everybody knows that. Yeah. yeah. The best sport, in my opinion, is baseball. All right, go ahead and explain why. The reason why baseball is the best in football, when you get down to the end of the game, you just take a knee. If you're up, you take a knee. You know, you run out the clock, game's over. In baseball, can't do that. You still got to throw balls and strikes and give that other team a chance. It's the ultimate team game. It's the ultimate individual game. Well, it's a good team game and a good individual game. 
you know, yeah. you're up there. This is shocking, by this the way. Is, this is very, yeah, this because, is very surprising. Because to me, the end-all, be-all is college football. I mean, it is, just just for me personally, as far as favorite goes. But the best, as far as top to bottom, everything that goes into it, the mechanics that goes into it, the 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 psychology that goes into it. I mean, you look at how everybody breaks baseball down now, where you have to, you know, they've got pitch counts on, on people now. Nolan Ryan would throw – Back to back to back to back games and throw no hitters, you know, back years ago. Yeah. But now, if they go over two hundred and fifty pitches in a seven day period, they're they're shut down for like a week, and it's crazy. Just the numbers games and everything that goes with it. So, huh? You can that's very interesting. Wh- you can take any baseball player, and he can play any sport. Primarily any sport. You can't take any athlete and put him in baseball and expect him to hit an eighty or above mile per hour pitch. I, okay. Well, I, I would agree with that because it's very tough to. Some of to, them, some of them, sure, because they're natural athletes. You take like Tim Tyler Tebow, Murray, sure, Tim, Tim Tebow, Tebow, trying to get into the majors, and he's just too far behind. Yeah. I'm going to respect your argument, but if there's anybody out there that wants to know Brandon, Alex's, or my my specific opinion, tune in the end go, of January. T- tune in, <laughs> tune in on January 13th yeah. because our answer is not Clint's answer. So you at least know that it's not baseball. Okay. Uh, but Well, I'll ask one more question, I, and yeah. don't spoil it, obviously, but were any of y'all's the same? All three of ours was the same. Yeah. It's, fo- <laughs> it's football. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, we'll now, see. As, far, as far as ultimate team game, yeah. it's football. The, the chess match and everything that goes with it, I mean, it's football for me. Yeah. But if you – I mean, see, if you think about it from top to bottom, yeah, you've got people that do specific things, but everybody's got to hit – Unless you're in the American League, everybody's got to hit, <laughs> everybody's got to run, everybody's got to throw. Yeah. Point blank. And like I said, even at the end of the game, you still have to throw pitches, whether it's 13 to 0 or it's 13 to 12, and you're on defense, you know, pitching, and they've got a chance to hit and go ahead. I mean, they could still beat you. You still have to play the game to this level, and yeah. I've got my hand above my head, but you still have to play to an extreme level. So to me, that's why. From a sports standpoint, baseball is the best sport, in my opinion. Now, I can't watch baseball. It is boring. Yeah, it's It awful. is too long. I can watch T-ball. It's slow. It's very slow. I can watch high school ball. I can watch some college ball, you know, if, if something kind of piques my interest in it. I can watch college softball. I can watch, you know, little kids play. It's college softball is faster. College yeah. softball is yeah, so college, different, yeah. in my opinion. But – as far like I said, just as far as the best sport, that was the question. That's my answer. But as far as favorite sport, it's, it's football. I thought you know, I'm not giving nothing away. I'm just I just told, told Nick that baseball was you know my first sport. And I love baseball when when you're younger when you're playing it. Baseball is a great oh, yeah. sport to play, but as you get older, um, and uh, more developed, it's just fun playing it. Period. Yeah, yeah we, we far could go out there and, and go play baseball right now or get you know a handful of other people and go play baseball right if now. If you go to a major league game, it is fun to experience it. Eh, okay. But it is. It depends on where you're going. Depends like if you go to St. Louis, St. Louis, sure. like, or if you go to well, Atlanta. That's a baseball fan. Those, yeah. Or Atlanta. I mean, even those games. Game. Yeah, Braves game. Even a Barons. Even a, I like <coughs> going to a Birmingham Barons. Now, I like the Barons. I do like going yeah. to the Barons game because they make it really fun for the yeah. fans because they yeah. have all these different promotional things that goes on. And I don't know how many games I'll get up there and watch, 
But the Huntsville Trash Pandas is a fantastic name, and I can't wait to go out there and watch them. Yeah. yeah. And they're out there their new park, too. No, so. I think I, I enjoy the basement going to them. Watching it is just – it can be difficult. Like, I, I like going to see college football. But it's gotten to the point now, it's just like there's so much going on, and it's so marketed, and there's so much advertising. And even it's kind of, again, to slow down. Where I would prefer to watch it at home. I don't have to drive. I don't have to pay. I don't have to do you get all to this. Use other your stuff. own bathroom. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, the, the luxury seats that they're trying to put in these stadiums and stuff. Now I've already got one. It's called a recliner. I'm going to stay yeah. there. Now, like lower level at JSU, that's still a fun experience. You know, and, and don't get me wrong, I love love Alabama. I love going to Auburn. You know, uh, he's not here, but I, I've gone to a couple Auburn games with Casey. I went to a spring game once. And went to another game, which I'll tell you all about off air. I'll tell you at the end of this <laughs> podcast. But um, had a really good time. And yeah. there's a fantastic story that goes with this, too. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, I, I love the atmosphere. I love everything about it. It's just everything's three hours away. Tickets are getting a- astronomical and hard to get. Well, and I, think, I think, you know, we have a conversation. I have a conversation a lot with a buddy that Brandon, Alex, and I kind of run around with and that you know Clint, but there, there's this he, – he's been a huge Auburn fan all of his life, went to Auburn, buys Auburn tickets, to has season tickets to every home game. But he, he thinks of college football like it's this bubble that's getting ready to burst. And he's kind of got this mindset that it's getting ready to do that and that these new seats that all these stadiums are putting in and the focus on the more wealthy – Right. Fan right. is a reaction to try to prevent that bubble from bursting because ticket prices and the and the corporate advertising has gotten so big and right. so much that I mean it, it's bound to you know and these TV deals these multi million dollar TV deals. Well, I mean the same so, thing kind of happened with NASCAR as well. Yeah, that's what he compares it to. Yeah. Oh, is it? Well, mm-hmm. there you go. Right. Not I mean, even knowing the story. Has, has, it's still not recuperated. No, it, it's not, and that's why you know the France family they're. They still, I think, have NASCAR up for sale. Oh, I think really? it's still up for sale. So it's you know you, you look at college football and and NASCAR got other problems though. What? Yeah. Well, NASCAR. Oh yeah. Yeah, they oh, got yeah. other problems. I mean, just the demographic. I mean, it's yeah. hard to sell that to people that they're they're not like what they used to be. No. Yeah. No. But you look at college football, and I think that that kind of is reflected in NCAA football you know the last one made was ncaa 14 and that's because you had all these schools and these players that lawsuit that occurred where the athlete sued look over at his you likeness. look at you i'm proud of you nick i didn't look, know you knew that look dude I, I believe it or not hey just don't forget i worked in college <laughs> athletics well, that's for, true. as that's a, true granted i was a student but i worked in college athletics for four years and i learned a lot yeah there you know and now you have the NCAA trying to deal and juggle with this, should we pay athletes? Should we not pay athletes? If we pay athletes and they're compensated, then guess what? We get NCAA back. If we don't, because they're technically already getting scholarships and all all this, all these different arguments here, then NCAA doesn't come back. Right. You know, and so, and it could come back. There's a game developing company out of Mobile, I believe, mm-hmm. that's trying to bring it back, but they're struggling. You know what I mean? So, I'm impressed right now. I really hey, look, am. I can, I can, I have the ability to impress. But it's uh, – this is. I'll probably shut well, up after this. Here's the thing, and, and honestly, we're jumping way ahead of where I kind of wanted to be with it, but that's completely fine. This, this is what they're going to have to do. They're just going to have to release a football game where everybody is the same skin color. They're all bald. They're all from 
Asheville, Alabama, yeah. or whatever state you might happen to put it in. And there, there are several different ways of going around. You can make it completely customizable, where you can go in and customize everything about the game. Like, it just ships you the base game, and you've got to be the one to spend the time in it. And I kind of think that's the way that they're that, that mobile group is kind of pushing it. It's like you've got an Alabama team, and you got a Georgia team, and that's all it is, is Team Georgia, Team Alabama, and you can edit them to put however you want it to be, upload logos, all that kind of good jazz. But, you know, who's going to put that much time into it to edit, what is it, 130 teams in Division One? That's a lot. Quote, unquote, Division One now. So, well, it depends on how much money they're making. If well, they're making I mean, a buttload of money on it, why not? I mean, well, that's what they spend their time doing anyway. Well, I don't know. It depends on how the community reacts because even now, you and I just played this game uh, with Ohio State and Clemson, and that um, community is still active in the fact that they have updated the roster for all the available teams. Chase Young had a big sack or two in that game. It was number two. His name was Chase Woods. You know, they – or uh, Chase Young, excuse me. You know, they put that much time to put, you know, those characters and stuff in the game because the community is still basically trying to keep this game alive. This is my thing. Nick, would you – what do you agree with? Do you agree with – do you think they should be play, paying players at all or players should be get paid so in the me, near future? Let, let me just put it to you this way. At most of your major programs... They get paid anyway. Exactly. Right. And they may not necessarily call it payment. Uh, They may call it a living stipend. And that living stipend may or may not be more than what I made as an employee of the athletic department that I worked in while I was in college. That was a Division I ACC football program. Yeah. Auburn. But, (laughs) you know... If you're at a major college program, it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, the pro- here, here comes the problem. If they if they legalize or allow or whatever you want to call it, how are these mid-major to below programs going to afford to pay? Because they're already not paying them. You know, because if they could afford to, they would have figured it out already. Because well, these major college programs like Auburn and Alabama and Clemson have already figured out how to do it. Right. Well, so, to me, all that cyclical in a way – because they'll find a way eventually because that's how your Boises have come to this kind of power. These mid-majors yeah. have kind of come into power. It's through football and these bowl games and all this money that's available, these, these TV contracts and everything. Well, maybe they can't afford to pay as much, you know, so they're maybe going to take a little bit of dip, but once they figure it out, it's going to come back up again. But this right here is the biggest thing, and I think this may be the biggest hurdle that they've got is going to be Title IX. How do you determine if football player A – makes, I don't know, $40,000 for the use of his likeness in merchandise and and commercials and and whatever else. And then how does gymnast B over here get 200 bucks just because he or she is a gymnast at Because that's the way it is. That's the way the market is. Right. Just leave it alone. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. But see, not every basketball – I mean, basketball is the number two for for most everybody. Sometimes it's number one. But basically, it's number two for everybody. And well, it's men's basketball. Men's basketball. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's not always profitable for everybody, though. Like at, no. at Auburn, the two sports, that, the only two sports that make money are football and men's basketball. Right. And the but next up until how Up until how long ago was a men's basketball program profitable, though? 
Yes, uh, they just I, had a Final Four run. I but believe when uh, Barbie was there, they actually lost money. But when right. Bruce took it over and kind of turned around the, the success, program, it, it, with it, success, it, it, it comes exactly. With it. Right. It, it now makes several million dollars a year. But other than that, every single sports program at Auburn University loses money. Yeah. And that is repeated. Right. Football carries it. All, Basketball carries it. Across all. And that's why so much goes into college football is because for most of these college athletic departments, that's their money maker. That's your cash you know, cow. It, you may not like the sport. You may not think that how things in college football are, are – you may not think that it's morally correct <coughs> or eth- ethically correct, but the bottom line is it's what makes these colleges money, and it's what pays for a lot of what – like, for instance, Auburn, the new athletic dorms that were built and the new wellness kitchen that was built in 2011 – both of those buildings were paid money. for by the national championship money from 2010 that football won. Right. Yeah. But that benefits all sports. So it's you're kind of stuck in this situation where how can you justify investing all this money into football? Well, you can because football is what makes all the money. It's an investment. You right. invest into football because it's what makes all these other sports money so that these other sports can still be played. Sure. So, uh, And then you get, like you said, with Title IX. It's how all Title IX, Yeah. I mean, how, do, how does Title IX say anything about that? Right. Because if Title IX says, okay, football can't do this, well, then the athletic department's going to go, well, if Title IX's not going to let us do this with football, then we're not going to – we can't invest in football, and football's not going to provide the return that it should so that we can maintain these other sports. Then you're going to shut down these other sports. Right. So then where are you? So it's – it's Well, strictly EA, the EA game, I think they need to do something. It should have been done a long time ago, in my opinion. Just let them – let the – Whatever they make off the game, because they end up settling with the players anyway. They settle with the players. All of them to get a little bit over a thousand dollars a piece. Ain't that correct? Well, I think it's lower than that. Was it lower than oh, that? Yeah, I think it's just a couple hundred dollars on a lot of them. Oh, I didn't see that. I thought it was like twelve hundred dollars a piece that they uh, got. I think it was just a few hundred dollars per, and it really depended on how much. Well, either way, advertising. Either they way, do provided. do that and let and let them put it in an account, and after they graduate. They get that account money. They get the money that, you know, EA... But is it all the same? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so if you're a third-string lineman, you're going to get as much as an all-American lineman? Yes, make it the same all the way around. Well, then the person that, you know, busted their tail and was, you know, Johnny Manziel, the year Johnny Manziel was was everything. Don't look at it it that way. I I wouldn't look at it because EA's just... They're not paying... They're not paying for the likeness, no, but they're using they're just, the likeness. They're just using to sell the players' the names. I mean, they're not paying for the likeness of a of a particular player. They're using all players. Maybe so. not, but the, see, this right here was the whole discussion with that. Was there's two things that happened there? Somebody filed a lawsuit based on likeliness, whether it was their name was used or not. Their hometown was used. Yeah, and that was Joe Blow, who nobody knew, basically. Well, yeah, but the, the the thing about it is though. He brought this up, and whenever this came up, it was a red flag, and everybody said, "Okay, we're 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 pulling our institutions the uh, from this entire thing." Yeah. So the SEC was one of the first ones to pull all their institutions. All the SEC institutions left EA. They they were they pulled the contract immediately. So that's where a lot it was a it was a domino effect. This one thing happened, and this happened, and this happened. It wasn't like. This one thing happened, so now we don't have football. There's a lot that went into it. Well, see, the SEC is back. They've got they've got LSU, Florida. I think that's school. I think that's school. I think the school allows it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Nick saying basically domino effect. 
Well, does the SEC not not, not control that, that at all? No, okay. no. But all the SEC schools pulled out at the same time because Alabama, if I'm no, not I'm ta- mistaken, was one of the first ones to basically have the license for college football or for the license for the university yeah, itself. Yeah, and then everybody kind of followed suit with it. I was talking about the the mad game that just yeah. came out. They've yeah. got a minimum yeah. again. Yeah, the school can say yes. Okay. Like your Texas, your Oregon, who else? At Florida, I think you said. Florida. It's going to be your big name school. It's like so. Utah. Right. Utah or Utah? Utah. I detect the W there. I'm pretty okay. tall. I'm 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, <laughs> How do you say it? Utah. You say Utah? I say Utah. You what? Utah. Utah. You just said the same last day. <laughs> Utah. 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 <laughs> what did you say? Utah. Utah. Anyway. So, anyway, we said all that. Like I said, I was going to kind of touch on that on the backside of, of, of all this, but um, this game first came out in uh, June of 93 for what they call the fourth generation, which would have been yeah. like your Sega Genesis, your Super Nintendos and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and it was marketed as Bill Walsh College Football. It's supposed to be the comparison to the Madden. You had a former was it called coach. Bill Walsh? It was Bill Walsh College was Football. That uh, particular game had 24 teams. 24 teams, and everybody basically had the same playbook. Uh, it had 68 plays that were available. At oh, really? Um, and then they had just uh, like an exhibition mode, and then they had a playoff, and then they had an all-time playoff. So like with the all-time playoff, you were playing as all 24 teams, and you just kind of run through a bracket. So it's kind of funny that in 93 they had a playoff. I don't remember that at all. Well, that was some of the first ones. Um, it, and, and that one was, I guess, technically, it'd be kind of like NCAA football 94. So it was like the 93 season. Yeah. But it's based off the 92, kind of, you know, prior to the 92 yeah. teams. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Alabama was on that team. I don't think Alabama was on that game. I, I don't. I don't have the – have it right here in front of me. I don't think I think Auburn was. Auburn was. I remember playing it that like ninety four. Well, they had, being on right, that. and then obviously it went to Bill Walsh College Football ninety five, and they upped that from twenty four to thirty six teams. Um, they uh, allowed you to um, customize a season. You could do from one to sixteen weeks. So basically, they kind of kept the whole playoff thing that they had they had pull, pulled in, but uh, they also introduced bowl games for the first time. Now, these bowl games were, I guess because they didn't have rights to them, it was the Maple Bowl, which is kind of parallel to the Sugar Bowl. Then they had the Palm Bowl, which I guess is kind of the Fiesta Bowl, maybe. Then they had the Pecan Bowl. That's funny. Which which I guess is supposed to be the Peach Bowl. And they had the Redwood Bowl, which is supposed to be kind of the Red uh, Rose Bowl. So (coughs) I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, Um, They transitioned from uh, Bill Walsh over to uh, College Football USA 96. Uh, and they finally got the um, the license into some of the bowls, including the orange, the sugar, the fiesta, and the rose. Um, and you could play the entire eleven game series. It had over four hundred plays, um, and it featured all one hundred and eight teams that they had at the time. Okay. So you can kind of see how it's already progressed in just the three years of its existence. Right. Um, and then ninety seven was probably the the one that I remember earliest yeah. first because it had Tommy Frazier on the cover. Well, I remember I remember going to Sears. Yeah. Back then because they would always display the PlayStation 
and other video game systems mm-hmm. and I always going there and they had college football as one of the demos you right. could play and I would always we would always go over there I was like mom I, I want to go back I want I want to go play that game <coughs> and um so yeah um again I had Tommy Frazier on it but what I thought was pretty pretty interesting in my research of it the Super NES version yeah. was not published by EA it was published by THQ who you know, ended up doing a lot of the wrestling games and stuff right. of this time. So I thought that was a pretty neat little little thing. Um, in 98 is when they first went to the NCAA football. Um, and it released in 97 for the 98 or up to the 90. It would finish in the 98 season. Yeah. Um, and it had Danny Warfel on the cover. Now, I do remember playing this on PlayStation. Yeah. I remember I this too. one and everything going forward. Yeah, Alex has got. Yeah, got sure it does. Not. Yep. So, uh, Danny Warfel, the old, you, the old block gonna, graphics, yeah. um, is fantastic, too. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and the competitor to this was, um, oh, my gosh, what was it? Ga- uh, Game, Game Breaker. Breaker. Game, Game Breaker. Breaker. Yep. And I told the story on our bonus episode. It's ain't a bad game, either. No, Game-breaker. it's not. No, it's not. Um, Game Breaker was the 989 Studios version of this, if I'm not mistaken. But I told this story on our bonus episode, our second bonus episode, where Casey and I got the game for Christmas. Yeah. Well, Casey was sneaky enough to open up his PlayStation and open up the game and basically play it while his parents were at work early in the morning. Oh, my God. And then he put it all back and put what? it back in the closet before he went to school because he lived, like, what, two miles from the school at the time? Right. Well, on the flip side of this, I had a I had a PlayStation, and I wanted I wanted I NCAA you, I football. I talking about this. Yeah. But Mom got me Game Breaker. Well, I found it. And I was like, eh, this isn't the one I wanted. So what I ended up doing is kind of trying to throw hints her way, like, hey, this is the game I wanted. You know, So if you pick it up, make sure it's this game. You should have left it alone. I should have left it alone because <laughs> she took it back. She took it back, got her money back, and I didn't get any football game that year. So, um, yeah, it kind of it kind of sucked. <clears throat> um, 99 come out. Um, Who was on the cover of that real quick? Nope. Okay, look. Hey, <laughs> Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. Um, all 112 teams they had at the time. Um, and this was the uh, – I believe this is the first one where you can import your players from NCAA to Madden. So you oh, really? From, yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, the old right, memory yeah. cards and everything, you, yep. could, you could save the, uh, the outgoing mm-hmm. class to the 99 – to the next season when you went to the draft for Madden. So – they're they're putting stuff in it, you know. It's it's pretty neat. Um, this right here also had a playoff system that was put into it um, at the end of the dynasty mode season. Yeah. Um, and then the the next one obviously was two thousand. They went from one hundred twelve teams to one hundred fourteen teams. Who's uh, on the cover of it? That would be the one with Ricky Williams. Yeah, you're correct. I know I'm correct. Yeah, because I'm Thank sitting here looking. I wasn't. At it. I was thinking of somebody else. Who'd you think it was? I was thinking of the next year. Sean Alexander? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Trust me, I own that one. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, because <laughs> I, I have the Ricky I'll Williams. I got the 2000 yeah, hour. Yeah. Um, this uh, NCAA 2000 was the first one to um, to have um, sure does. the one AA schools. It had 26 one AA schools. So you had yeah. the 114 plus the 26. I mean, you had a ton of schools right. to choose from. Um. 
Oh, I thought you were trying to show me something. No, not. Um, and they had 23 bowls. They got licensing for 23 bowls in 2000. So mm-hmm. you're starting to really pick up. Nick, offhand, do you know how many bowls there are now? That's what I'm actually looking at right here. I'm there's like an 40 on. bowl games now. Yeah, there's, I believe. I don't know the exact number. On average, this, according to this article from uh, SB Nation, it's, it increases on average by 0.6 bowls every year. So, on average, over the past 40 years, at least one bowl has been added every two years. Wow. Uh, That's crazy. So, that, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to find the list right now. I was hoping this article would get me to it. Because as you all started talking about that, I decided to do a deep dive into it. Um, 2001 came out. Uh, and it was only on the PlayStation. But you are right. It did have Sean Alexander on the cover. Um, which was really good. Because I, I really played a lot of 2000 because Alabama was pretty decent that year with John Alexander. Which y'all have... And I loved 2000. kills me, too. It kills me. Oh, you sit over there, you dang barner. This is my podcast. Y'all have had two on, on NCAA football in its existence. Yeah, it should have been like four, though, you know, if it would have went from 14 on We should have had one at least. Uh, at least one. Nobody cares about Ken. And we know exactly who that is. Well, you know, because he money bags. <laughs> oh, had, here we you go. Had, you were right, Clint. Did you yeah. say 41? Yeah, I, I, I said it was over 40. According to, according to this source, there's 41 bowl games this season, not including the four all-star games that are going to be played. Yeah, how many have we played so far? Or this year? Uh, we've probably got a good dozen in so far. Yeah. The first one started on December 20th. The last one will be played January 13th. So, And, you know, the more the college football playoff expands, the more that number is going to expand too. Oh, you know, yeah. So. But, see, I, we'll, we'll table that discussion too. I don't think they're going to – I don't think they're going to expand – They've got so much controversy right now. I think they're going to expand one more time. Hold on. I thought we were going to take All right. Let's one time. One at a time, though. All right. Go get it, Clint. Um, yeah. 2002 was only released for PlayStation 2. I remember this one. Do you remember who it had on the cover? Yeah. On 2002? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris Winkie. My boy. Look at you. Yeah. Andy wanted on that. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I, I, dad, dad got me that one. For PlayStation Two when it came out, one. yeah, and I love it. You know how different it was, Clint. Oh, yeah. You know, compared to the PlayStation, the movement of the players, oh, yeah. and you could everything was more rounded and would look more three D. Yes, and it was just we were like, oh man, this looks so it real. It still looks good to this day compared to some of the sure, you know, sure some of the older you know older retro play- systems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember, you know. When everybody, well, at least here anyway, when you graduate, you know, you got friends and family that give you money, say, hey, you know, congratulations for graduating, here's 20 bucks, whatever. Um, I took my graduation money and bought a PlayStation 2. Yeah. So I would have graduated in 2002, most, almost that summer. Well, I wasn't going to spend a lot of money on it, so I got a, a cheaper PlayStation yeah. and then this game come out so i ended up borrowing it from my neighbor and that's where i ended up playing this game right here the most at so um this right here uh you had the histor- the first time you had historical teams and special stadiums in it i do remember that yeah um of course 2003 came out cover athlete was i know who it is but i can't remember his name. joey yep hold on let me think let me think gosh almighty joey i got it now All right, clock's ticking. I can't think of his last name. We don't get paid by the hour here. So I, I got Joey. Joey Harrington. Joey Harrington from Oregon. Yep. He was the, the number three. He was the the uh, the favorite to win the Heisman and then Oregon quarterback didn't do very well. I played that game a lot on GameCube. 
Well, that's what I was going to say. This, this is where Hammy got the game. This is where the game expands to others. To other systems. So you got yeah, the Xbox, the GameCube, the PlayStation uh, 2 at the time. Um, Hammy actually played a lot of this game on his GameCube. You know what? I didn't remember it coming out on GameCube. I don't ever remember playing it on GameCube. I did. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I got so intrigued with the GameCube since Dad bought me one of those. Right. So. Yeah. I forgot all about I that. Ended up buying that game for it. I, I know who 2004 is. Well, this right here was the first year that they actually implemented the real-life awards. So, like the Maxwell and the Heisman. Heisman this yeah. is the first time you could get them on this. Um, and I see. really think that was the first year. Now, this don't really pertain to the game a little bit, but where Oregon's different jerseys started to take effect on everybody. Probably so. a, bit, a little Probably bit. I so. think they would have even back at this point had the It would have made it more popular a little right. bit, yeah. Um, this is and this and this here's a, a thing that we can get into as well. It had uh, over 200 licensed fight songs. This is like the first time they had mm-hmm. a lot of the uh, the majority of the fight songs. Yeah, but for some reason they have never had Auburn. And if I'm not mistaken, Nick, they haven't had. Yeah, they haven't. They never any. had Auburn yep. because Auburn doesn't own the rights to its own fight song. Is that correct? Jump in. That is as far as I know. That is correct. Okay. Auburn don't have the rights to their own fight song. We, they do not. We license the right to the rights to our fight song. We do not own the license to our fight song because they don't own the license. They can't say yes, EA, you could put yes. it in the game. So uh, okay, if I'm not mistaken, we have we the, have permanent permission to right. play like our band and everything. We we have permanent permission to use it as Auburn University as a university. But we do not have permission to grant access <laughs> for others like EA. Well, that's to use weird it for commercial. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. the, the, the man that wrote it and owns the rights to it passed away yes. in 2003 when Auburn was, like, number one and they played USC. They put on this whole entire show for the wife to try to say, I th- if I'm not mistaken, I think it was his wish for Auburn to end up with a fight song. Yes. But because he died before he officially signed it over, it went yeah. to her. Well, her husband just passed away. She's not going to get rid of it right off the bat. But they played this whole entire thing that USC game that they ended up losing like twenty three to zero. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, that's enough. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know why I remember that. It, it was twenty three to zero, right? Oh yeah, uh, so, okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Anyway, they they had this whole entire thing, this whole big thing, just for her to try to show, hey, you know, this is why your husband loved Auburn. He really wanted us to have the fight song. I think she just kind of changed her mind and said, no, I'm not ready to give up to give it up yet. So I, to this day, I still don't think Auburn owns it. Yeah, I, I, I believe that's correct. When I was there, that was. Why the case. do I know so stinking much about Auburn? If you say I'm an Auburn fan, because I know throw deep this down inside you. your heart, Clint, from the very first time I met you with an Auburn shirt on. <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! What? <laughs> yes, Golly. Nick. Yes, oh, Nick. No. I've got evidence of it I've on a picture. You, over it. you sure did. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I've got evidence of it. So <clears throat> that he's truly an Auburn fan. Uh, that okay. swapped over. Hey, you had to, baby. AU attitude. I remember. Saying. I remember going to fourth grade, going to Mr. Ray's class, and you, and you and I talked right before that. And you said, "Whose class did you get?" I said, "Mr. Ray." He said, "Oh, Clint, you know he throws erasers at people, right?" Erasers. The little, the because <laughs> back in the day we had chalk, like actual chalkboards. And I said, "Nah, he's not going to do anything." So I go in there, and the first day of school, I've got this the same the same picture I showed you that shirt. I've got that shirt on the first day of school. Mr. Ray comes there, big-time Alabama fan. He's all right. 
any of y'all Auburn fans, y'all just might as well go ahead and get out. I stood up and walked out the door. He had to come get me. <laughs> My grandmother grew up. Wow. Basically, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he had to come get me. He said, man, I'm just playing. Get your butt back in class. <laughs> um, but, yeah, my grandmother was a huge Auburn fan, so it just kind of kind of went. It's in the blood. So so it's there. I, I have to admit to the nation that growing up to a certain point, I was an Auburn fan. To about ninety, Alex is shaking his head. I, I didn't know. know that. I know. Really? I'm telling you. I, I, I told you things I didn't know. I didn't know that. I'll, so I'm telling I'll, you, he he's different. He acts different. He walks differently. <laughs> and um, that's what he is. He's one of us. Not an Auburn fan. I do support the university until they play Alabama, though. I'll give you that much. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, even during the down years, that's when I switched to Alabama. So, y'all can call me a Fairweather fan all you want. I didn't switch to, like, 93, 94 when we had already done fell off the boat. So, there's that. You thank my uncle for that one, Jimmy's dad. Then the fairest cousin, Jimmy's dad, oh. for that one. <laughs> so, gracious. anyway, yeah, I've been a Bama fan ever since. So, sorry, Nick. I know I give you a lot of – all I have to say to that is War Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 2004. 2004. Who's the cover athlete? Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. Good job. Good job. Because you know, hey, we all got that game. And where did we go when we got it? My house? Church. Remember we played at church? You remember we went up top? Is that the one that we would play? Yeah, I we went it was up top. A different one. No, okay. that, that was it. We went upstairs and we just like a whole group of us and we went up there and we. We played it for however long we did. Um, so this right here, don't hold me to it. I think it was this one because I don't think it was the one with Larry Fitzgerald, which is the next one. This is the one that me, you, and Casey played over at my house. <laughs> Brandon, I was beating Brandon. And at the very, 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 I'm talking about very last play, kind of like what we just had. <laughs> and I told Nick, I said, we always have games like this, by the yeah. way. <clears throat> On the last play, Brandon throws a Hail Mary. And instead of just, like, taking my player and getting behind him to make the tackle, Clint's, you know, full of hubris, and he's going to try to intercept it, I go for the interception, miss the interception. I have nobody else back. Last play of the game, Brandon scores a Hail Mary touchdown. Beats me. Now, I've done that I'm, more than once, right? Yes, you probably so. Yeah, but this particular one I remember because <laughs> I was mad. I was mad, mad, and it's like one now, in the now morning. I, are you sure this is at your place? Yeah, because yeah. the other one was at my place for sure. Yeah, at yeah, my was, house, and you got it was the same PO'd. scenario. Yeah, yeah, I remember that because well, see, I was such I was such a um, loyalist when it came to this game that. You know, and of course, I play with Alabama a lot. So, those of you that don't know, I'm sorry. Alabama had a quarterback by the name of Brody Kroll. It was supposed to be like the end all be all, best quarterback ever, whatever. But he was always hurt, always hurt. Yeah. So, when Brandon and I would play this game, I'd automatically put the backup in. Whoever was the real life quarterback is who I played with. There were times I played with Tyler Watts with Brody Kroll on the bench on purpose, just to say, hey, I'm playing like it is. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, this one particular time, Brandon scores this late touchdown. It's like one in the morning. It's me and Brandon and Casey in the room. Well, Brandon is like super, super excited about it, about scoring a touchdown to beat me in the last minute. He's like all in my face <laughs> and going, woo, woo. And I am so PO'd that oh I just rear back God. and I slap him. I slap, I slap taste out of him. I have no, 
no and I'm memory glad of that because we bring this up. Probably I really bring don't. up a fight one day. But I, I ran back and slapped him, and he got mad. I'm talking about mad at me. About that time, underwear and all, my dad comes in and tells us all to go the hell home. Exact words. <laughs> I don't even remember that either. Yeah, he comes in there. And he I, says, "Y'all are too loud over a stupid game. Y'all go the hell home." I don't even remember Casey being there. Yeah. So I don't remember. See, I, I don't know the, anything about that one either. <laughs> I remember all the one or somewhat. You know your, you know your mom had a barber shop separate right. from her hat. And I want to say that was probably 2006, 2005, 2006. Well, yeah, the game. Yeah. Okay. 2005, and I, I remember. A lot of them games being played in there. <coughs> right. I don't remember being at your house. And I do, but I well, don't. Well, I, I still had the big screen TV. It was when we had the big screen TV because not long after that was the big screen TV incident. Where you slung the controller. Where I slung the controller through a big prescri- projection style TV. Yeah, I remember seeing pictures of it. So <laughs> were you there for that or was it just me and Casey? Uh, I might have been there. I want to say you were there, but I got beat. Go figure. And I got mad. And for whatever reason, this is whenever they first started making the wireless controllers. Uh-huh. And uh, I took the controller. No, I, I take that back. This was a different time. It was a wired controller. I took it and I threw it at the TV. And I'd already come to terms. I was going to break the TV. So I threw it and it hit that big plastic piece on the projection style and it bounced <laughs> off. Well, that did. If I wasn't mad before, I was mad now because I already committed to breaking the TV. So I took the controller and slung it around my head three times, and then slung it through the TV. Then it went through the TV. So I wasn't able to play for about two months until I got a new TV. Oh, <laughs> Nick, it gets better. It's going to get better. Hold on. Yeah. yeah um, and then there was the time when with the wireless controller a couple of years later, <laughs> where I slung it and busted it up against the wall. And that's probably the first oh. one. I remember being at church where you and I had. We met in the finals of a of a football We had a tournament. church in the at church. the church we had a we had NCAA football tournament. By this point I had broken so many PlayStation two controllers that I had a dummy controller. And it's just the two halves put together <laughs> and I'd cut the wire off of it and I had two halves. Whenever I needed to sling it, that's what got slung because I had done spent so much money on PlayStation two controllers. So we're there in church. For whatever reason, this idiot is running a 5-2 defense. I can't run on it. I can't throw on it. And it is – it's pissing me you off. You couldn't throw on it? I couldn't throw on it, no matter what. Every time I tried to do something against it, because he's bumping me every time, yeah. and then he's blitzing behind it, so I don't have enough time to get anything off. Well, look, we – we play this game all the time. All the time. And we and we met we in the knew. tournament. We knew what we were going to do. Yeah, we knew we were in it. We were going to face each other at some point. And like all the sm- all these other kids are talking smack and we got, Brandon's we like got a whole ain't bunch be of clean. kids watching us. They're sitting we there watching. We got it on the big projection screen and we're watching and we're playing it. And um I'm like, man, it can't get no better than this right here. <laughs> I, I remember slinging like, that controller and it breaking. It, I, I'd slung it so much it finally got to the point it just <laughs> broke the dummy controller. Oh. But I remember getting up and just like in the middle of, of, of youth church, like this is bull crap, <laughs> and throwing that controller. Well, that's the same one you use for that skit too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this, this goes a long way. I mean, I've broken more controllers for NCAA football as a series than any, anything else. Mini. So, let's go to 2005. Hold on. Question here. Okay. The year 
Carnell Williams that played at Auburn. The year he came over to the house. Yeah. Wh- which which game did we play that night? That would have been that would have been 2004. The one with Carson Palmer on the Yeah. Okay. okay. Mhm. Which he had <laughs> In the Iron Bowl that year where he had Carnell Williams had ran an 80-yard touchdown the first play of the ball game. Yeah. Go he, crazy, Cadillac. Go yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, I know. And so <laughs> he he comes to our house. Um, some of our, our dad pulled some strings, got him over there. Which is which is an awesome statement. Carnell Williams, who was he starting at that point? Yeah. I mean, he was still at Auburn at that point. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Starting running back from four, Auburn four University. Days, four days after the Iron Bowl. I didn't realize it was that close after the Iron Bowl. Which Carnell Williams is from Etowah, from the he yeah. went to school yeah. at Etowah High School. Which his is, granddad lived in Nashville. And his yeah, granddad lived in Nashville. Nashville. So. Could have gone to Asheville. Yeah. It's have. neither here nor there. We're not going to go there. Yeah. Do y'all realize, completely off topic, big trail here, do y'all realize how close we, as a school and as a program, were to being really, really elite between the coaches and the players that's been here yeah. and the players that could have been here and if the coaches would have stayed? Yeah. There's a lot of if and buts that go with that. I, don't get me wrong. I, I know that. I mean – it could happen, but it didn't. I got you. Sure. Throw that back in my face all you want. But you start putting Carnell Williams, five-star running back that went to Auburn, could have been at Asheville. Rush Prost, who when, you know, went and built Hoover into what it was, regardless of all the controversy that goes with it. John Gross, we had success when John Gross was here. He's, he's the head football coach at JSU now. Coach mm-hmm. Sutton. I mean, I know we had some success with Coach Sutton. But Bill Clark. Bill, Bill Clark. So here's the thing. Rush Probst, John Gross, and Bill, Bill Clark, Clark were all, all here. on the same staff, staff in the 90s, early, in the 90s. early 90s. Early 90s. Yeah. All right. Rush Probst, like you said, built Hoover. He built Coquit County in Georgia. He's uh, fired now, but that's neither here nor yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, for his off-field activities. Bill Clark has built up UAB into a winning program despite their most recent loss in the bowl game, but – He's built him into a, a, a very powerful winning program in Conference USA. And then you have John Gross, who's led Jacksonville State to a national championship berth uh, against South Dakota and five OVC championships, I believe. Yeah, I mean, they, they had so, a down year this year. Yeah. Will they lose four games? Yeah, I believe so. Four games is a down year. Yeah, but mean, all of them were at Asheville. Yeah. At the right. same time, on the same yeah. staff. You Rush know, Probst is head coach, Bill Clark is defensive coordinator, and John Gross is offensive coordinator. But, I mean, even like – some of these kids that go to Etowah, I mean, some of them probably had a steel tie, which means, hey, they could have possibly went to Asheville. It's just mm-hmm. crazy to think about. I mean, really it is. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, Jalen Hurts could have had a chance to go to Asheville and then we ended up wherever. But, I mean, you don't get any bigger than Carnell Williams in no. my book. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Give it to Carnell Williams. He's going to go 80 yards about every time against go the competition that's here. Go crazy Cadillac. I remember that stupid counterplay. Well, my whole point of that was – Brandon. He plays that game at the house, and the first play, he runs at 80 yards runs, on that yep. game. The really? The exact yeah. same thing he had just on, done. On, on Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ray Trammell. So, y'all let Ray play again? Look, uh, you were know. just in there, like, star-stricken. Yeah, I don't know what I You're talking about, that. what, 16 years ago now? Yeah. Or 15 years ago now? We I, need to I pull some strings and see if he can come be on the podcast. Yeah. Why are you looking at me? I don't know. Well, because I'm gonna try to get on my podcast. We don't have before he gets on y'all's podcast. You know, well, we you don't know, have the strings you know he's anymore. The running backs coach down yeah. there right now. 
Huh? He's the running backs coach down there right now. He is at Auburn. Auburn. That's right. Yep. That's right. So, huh? So what were you going to say about two thousand five? Two thousand five cover athlete was Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. He was the first wide receiver to be the cover athlete. And I don't think they could have picked a better guy to be oh, honest yeah. with you and at the time. Didn't win the Heisman that year. Yep, and didn't win the Heisman. Um, this right here was the oh, first. Oh, he did win. He did not. No. Who won? Oh, oh goodness, who won the two thousand four Heisman? Reggie Bush. No, no. Carson Palmer won it in 03. 04. Josh White with Oklahoma. Jason White. Jason, Jason White. White. Yep. Am I right? Which was? Am I right? Please tell me I'm right. I hope that's right. You're right. You're right. Uh, Matt. Liner? Yep. Really? Yes. 2004. Uh, Heisman Trophy winner. Who won it two? USC's Matt Liner. Hmm? Who won it two three? Oh three. In oh three, it was. Let me pull it up. Hold on. I wish I had like a list Jason going. White, yeah, it had to be Jason White. Yeah, I think it was Jason White in oh three. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Go with Matt right. Liner than Reggie Bush. Yeah, Matt Liner. Yep. But Carson Palmer was the winner in two thousand three because he was a cover athlete in four. Jason White, 03. So then that would have put Carson Palmer at 02 then to win it in 02. Uh, yeah. I've got a list here. Hold on. Let me. Da, 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 da. Yep. Jason White. So oh, oh, 02, Carson Palmer. 03, Jason okay. White. 04, Matt Leinart. 05, Reggie Bush. 06, Troy Smith. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yep. Um, 2005 was the first year that they had the um, 25 toughest places to play. And that was always a big thing for me because I always wanted to get Alabama, like, from 18 or whatever it was, try to get them to number now, one. Was that the first year also of the of the crowd noise? Yes. Going up? Yes. You could you can control the crowd? Right. Okay. Um, and then they had signature fan celebrations like the Gator Chomp and the Texas yeah. Hook'em thing. Yeah. So, um. All the schools, again, and then they had 70 D2 schools. They had a ton of schools yeah. on this. <coughs> right. Yeah, we, we do we do a marathon podcast here. I'm sorry. I know you only do, like, hour-long podcasts. No, I just – my leg's going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, 2006, this was um, the first year that uh, – was this the first year that it didn't have a – cover athlete from the previous year I think yeah yeah because Des- Desmond Howard was on the cover because it went back to the oh uh, he was right he? okay right. Um, okay be careful there Nick don't pull anything off buddy <clears throat> yeah that's um, right Desmond was on cover and then 2007 was the first year that it was released for the Xbox 360 it's well noted on this podcast that that's why I have an Xbox 360 or went from PlayStation to Xbox because it only came out for 360 on the next gen. 2007, who's on the cover? That's the Reggie Bush cover. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, I don't know how. I cannot remember anybody besides. <laughs> I can tell you. I can probably tell you 2008. Now, 2007 did the momentum meter, and I owned both copies. I owned one for PlayStation 2 and one for Xbox 360 because I hated the 360 version so much that I went and bought the PlayStation 2 version of this game. The, you talking about the first year it was out of NCAA oh, 07. On 360? Yeah. Uh, it was first out on three. It was the first. You didn't like it? No. Wow. 
<coughs> I guess just because they hadn't worked all the bugs out yet, it just it wasn't the same. There was just some little differences about it, but yeah, all the stuff that they had on the PlayStation Two version was not on the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty right. version. So, um, trying to move forward a little bit because we're all right. Tell us. Oh wait, in here. Ooh, uh, you won't get this one. Boise State's quarterback. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it. Name. God, what is his name? It starts with a Z, right? It does. His last name. The does. last name does. Jared Zabransky. 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 And Which you know, there's iconic, only really one iconic reason. Oklahoma and, and Boise State game. Exactly. That's the only reason he's yeah. on the front of that cover. Yeah, a lot of people consider that one of the best college football I do, games. I do. I do. I, I watched sure. it that night. It was a great. That's the best game still to this day. Yeah. Um, 2009 came out. This is the first time that it had um, different athletes for the different consoles. So for PlayStation 2, you had Deshaun Jackson from Cal. PlayStation 3, you had Matt Ryan from Boston Boston College. Mm-hmm. For PSP, you had Owen Schmidt, who was the fullback from West Virginia. Why? <laughs> I don't know. For Wii, you had Sparty the mascot. And this was yeah. the only time it was on Wii. And then for Xbox 360, you had Darren McFadden from Arkansas. Yeah. Um, right here is where everything kind of starts falling in line. Uh, they made the made it a little better here and there. Yeah. Um, added some stuff, took away some stuff. You know, and this is kind of where it kind of got kind of kind of bland, I guess, because it kind of was almost the same almost every time to me. Yeah. Uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven, all of those. Uh, 2010 came out. Again, it had different uh, players. Tim Tebow. He had Tebow. Uh, no. 2010? T- Tebow was on 11. On, on this one, it had Crabtree on the 360 version. Oh, okay. Um, you had Brian Johnson, the quarterback from Utah on PlayStation 3. Uh, you had the uh, linebacker from Texas on PlayStation 2. And I think that was the last time they did it on PlayStation 2. I might be wrong, though. 2011 had Tebow. And that was the last PlayStation 2. I'm sorry. Um, 2012, our number two cover. No, Cam was t- 2010, right? So he would have been the 2011 game. Yeah, he should have been. Well, I guess we go against Tebow, though. <laughs> we'll be in Tebow's first year. Um, that's that's yeah. the only reason. I mean, that's got to be the only reason why he didn't get it. I guess. It's stupid. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, man. Oh, I get you. The single greatest season ever any quarterbacks ever had was uh, Cam Newton. Yeah, but how can Hank can leave that's him off? A little, that's a little hyperbolic. That's a little exaggerated, don't you think? What? No, it's, I mean single greatest season by a quarterback. Statistically, it, it is. Statistically, it's the single greatest season by any quarterback. I don't. I, statistically, you maybe it'll back up that argument, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him that. Well, I just don't see how you put Cam and don't put Tim. Uh, that's just me, and, and I'm trying to look at it through. Are you talking about on the cover? On the cover, because that was the first I'm year. Say, Tim well, I'm not saying don't win. put Tim. I'm just saying, do you know, mix it up. Well, I want to say it was right in. I think it was 12 because Casey always gives me crap about how he was not going to let Mark Ingram be his cover guy. So I think you could go and download your own personal covers. Mark Ingram was on 12. Mark Ingram was the yeah, uh, okay, cover okay. athlete for okay. NCAA 12. Well, when they okay. But I think that's because he left after his junior year, didn't he? Is that correct? He didn't stay all the way till his senior year. I don't believe he did, but I may be wrong. I don't think he did because he was a first round draft pick, so he he went out. Yeah, I think he left after his junior right. year. 
Okay. Anyway, um, 13 came out, and it had Robert Griffin III. Yeah. And this was the first time that you uh, had the uh, – uh, the first time they shared a cover with Barry Sanders. And yeah. And you had the little Heisman moment thing where you could hold, like, the left trigger, and everything would slow down. So you kind of find a hole or find a passing lane a little easier. Right, I remember that. Uh, on that Heisman mode. And then uh, last but not least, you have NCAA 14. Yeah. That has um, uh, Denard Robinson uh, on the cover. Was it, was shoelaces. It? Shoelace. Shoe, shoe strings. Shoelace. Shoelace, wasn't it? I don't know. <laughs> what? You don't remember who they <coughs> were That's talking about? Name. Shoe something. Shoe, really? Shoe, I thought it was Shoelace, wasn't it? I think it is Shoelace. Yeah. Because he, he always he he didn't never wear his shoe. shoes. Oh, apparently, I've been living in a dark hole. I thought he didn't wear shoe or he didn't have shoelaces. Well, of course he wears shoes. He's got cleats on. No, yeah, I'm saying wore shoes, but no shoelaces. <laughs> I don't. Shoes I don't think it's so much that he didn't wear shoelaces. I think it was that he just never tied his shoes, so they always called okay. him shoelace. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, that one was uh, picked by a fan vote. So right after that was the the thing that we were talking about earlier with the college likenesses and such. Um, and then after that, they decided to pull everything. Yeah. And they haven't made the game since. Which has been unfortunately be six years now. So for six years, I've been playing this one game, and I think we mentioned it earlier about Which how seems how like an eternity. It but, does, but it's but it kind of isn't at the same time, right? I mean, in the video game world, six years is oh gosh, a long yes. time. A long six time. years for no graphical update, no music exactly. update, any kind of glitches that were still out there are still there because they haven't done anything. That it's so old, they've taken it off the servers. You can't even play online anymore. Which I kind of like because now you're forced to come to my house or I'm forced to come to your house to play it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's kind of like being transported back in back in time. You a little have bit. to go back in time. That was a great period of time. That was that was the year I graduated high school. Yep. <laughs> that was the year I first moved in my new new house. There you uh, go. Yeah. So you've been there for six years. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Coming up on six years oh. in May. Um, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. October was six years. Yeah. Sorry. No, five years. Next October will be six years. I'm sorry. Okay, there you go. So, Man. don't hold me to what year it was. I want to say it was either 11 or 12. I think it was a Tebow. I think it was 11. <coughs> we all decided to get into a league, and it was... Sorry, Hammy. It was Hammy. It was me and Hammy. Or Ham. Casey. You, your cousin, or uh, Amanda's cousin, I'm sorry. Yeah. We all got into a league. That's when was that he, it? Was that all? I guess it was, wasn't it? I wasn't in that one. Uh, he might have been. Might have been. I was in one of those leagues. One yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's where Hammy got beat, and Jonathan just kept running the score up on him. And doing Who did stuff. Jonathan have? Florida. Florida. Okay, yeah, I was in that one. Yeah, the Percy Harvin, Tim Tebow, yeah. Florida teams. So yeah, it would have been South 10 because 11, Tebow was gone. So it had to have been 10 at least. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so there was that. Uh, and I don't think Hammy's really put a whole lot of time into it ever since. But there is one infamous story that I have not told that I have to tell. Uh-oh. And this goes back go. to, yeah. So me, Hammy, Alex, and Casey all get into a league. And this is back whenever it's customizable. And you can put different teams into the conferences. So we picked the best 12 teams, put them in a conference, and took four of them out. 
and then we pick four teams from Conference USA and put in it. So you're going to have like Alabama, Ohio State, Florida, at that time maybe Texas, the best teams on the game at the time. Yeah. Well, Hammy picked up Marshall, and it was kind of funny because you know they you could put the little sayings above your avatar or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> His saying was, we drive to all away games now. <laughs> <coughs> Too soon. Too soon. Um, I had Southern Miss. Casey had Rice, I want to say. And I can't remember who Alex had, but he had somebody else too. So we go through this entire season, and the way my, my season ends up, I don't have to play Casey in the regular season. Yeah. And he's, like, lost to Alabama – but I've beaten Alabama, and I'm like number one. Haven't lost a game. I got a tight end of all things in the Heisman race. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a crazy season. Well, we get to the championship game, and this is back when we had three meg internet. Yeah. And uh, at the time, I was with Maze's mom, so we're sitting there and we're playing. We're playing the game. She doesn't like watching us play the game, so she decides she's going to take the computer and go to the back room and surf around on YouTube or whatever. So we're playing the game, and all of a sudden she gets up and goes to the back room, kills my internet immediately. And not only did it kill my internet immediately, it killed my internet right as I was throwing to my Heisman contending tight end. Oh, no. And right as I threw to my Heisman contending tight end, it froze up on my end, but not on Casey's end. And Casey intercepted me. And because I'm not playing because I'm lagged out, he scores a touchdown. Oh, no. So it comes back. I get the kickoff, come right back into it, and it lags out again. Next thing I know, I've thrown another interception, another pick six. So I'm down by like 14. And then lo and behold, it happens a third time. And I'm I'm fuming mad at this point. I'm fuming mad. <coughs> so I throw another pick. It wasn't a pick six. Thankfully, my computer-led defense stopped him before it was another pick six. But after I threw it and it finally came back to, I immediately took my Xbox 360 controller, and I'm looking this way at the TV on the wall, and I turn 180 degrees behind me. And, I and you sit it. it gently down on the table. I threw it through the back wall as hard as I could. There was a spot that went through the sheetrock as big as my head. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> That wasn't enough, though. That was not enough. Uh-oh. I'm fuming mad at this point. So I get up, and I walk over, and I'm on the counter. I've got a kind of like a little bar uh, thing that comes out. And I just take my hands, and I rake everything off of it. I didn't care what was on I rake it off. I'm still not good. I'm still not enough. There's more. There's more. So I take the countertop, because it's got an overhang like where you can put a bar I take the countertop and I raise it up and I flip it completely off. So now, like where all my dishes and stuff are, where my bar is, is mine, mine. It is completely <laughs> bare top at this point. And now, at this point, I'm mad about the game, but now I'm mad at myself for destroying my house. So I go to the back door where the back door was at the time. And I take my foot and I kick. I'm trying to kick the baseboard, but the baseboard is like a one by four. So I hit right up above it. So instead of the four inches, I'm like in six, eight inch range kick a hole right through my right through my uh right beside my door through the wall i'm fuming mad so i come back (laughs) i come back and where i've raked the entire counter off there is a um there's a holder for paper towels 
and it's a metal thing. It's, it, it, it's got like a thing that sticks up. The paper towels go in. It's got a little metal base. I ran back and I kick it. And if I if it was a seventy yard field goal, I probably would have hit it. I kicked it so hard. I kicked it and went all the way down the hall and stuck in the in the back of the hallway. So I've got a hole. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I've destroyed my kitchen. I've so got literally, a, we just jacked up the house. <laughs> I've got a hole behind where my recliner is. I've got this paper towel holder stuck in the wall at the end of the hallway on the other end of the house. I got a hole at my back door, and I have no countertop. There's going to be an HGTV series called Clint's Demo, and it's just going to be him getting mad at NCAA and then proceeding to destroy random houses. That, that's pretty much it because uh, this is on one game. Man. This is one Hold game. On. This that's is one not game. a this bad idea. Because I thought I've got the best team. I'm going to beat Casey because Casey and I used to as, as much battles as we've had. Casey and I've had some some roundouts too. So I go to the back and I take that thing out and I throw it down the hallway and I've dent up my hardwood floor. So I'm still mad. Is the game pause right now? Oh, like <laughs> well, while all this is going so on, while this is going on, Alex Taylor is there with me and he is like just right here, got his mouth covered and like holy crap, yeah, he's what holding have it I just in. watched? He's holding it in. He's he's And this is at a time when you could be in a party chat with yeah. just individuals. So, Hammy's at his house, and he's talking to Casey. And Casey's like, oh, God, I just got intercepted. I just got a pick six. Oh, God, I just got another pick six. Holy crap, I got another interception. He, and, Casey's and laughing, Hammy and ta- is talking to Casey, but they have no idea what's going on on my end. Yeah. Well, I'm still mad at this point, and I used to have this, like, 30-inch high <laughs> tempered glass table. And it continues. Yeah, well, the TV's on the wall, and I got this thing. It's got my Xbox and everything on it. It's tempered glass, and I'm, like, still fuming mad. So I come up with both hands, and I'm going to, like, gorilla slam this thing. And I come down on it, just like that right there. And you can still see it. I got a scar right here. It made me mad. It hurt like the devil. But when I come down, it's tempered glass. It didn't shatter. And it made me mad that it didn't shatter. But I hurt so much that I just went... Like that, just kind of <laughs> held my breath and walked to the back where I've already, you know, put this <laughs> paper towel holder through the wall, and I just put my face in a pillow and just yell because it hurt so bad. Like I said, I've still got a scar right here on my wrist. So that's the night Clint destroyed his house playing NCAA football. Casey called me and said, "I, I destroyed the game. I'm never playing this game again. Just, you know, you're you're that too much." That may go down as. One of the that will definitely go down as one of the top ten greatest video game meltdowns of the, of the century, <laughs> yeah. of the twenty first century. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> now that's what Casey said. Yeah, which he didn't obviously, and we've played since. But I've never gotten that mad. And by this point, I have done destroyed so many Xbox three sixty controllers playing that game. Like he had a box. I had a box of just full of just. I, I still parts. have some zomb- what I call zombie controllers. Like the back might be black and the front might be white. And I think I've got one that's like white and red because I had a red controller that I broke too. Like I, you you just don't understand. The the closest to that kind of mad I've ever gotten was like last last kill on Halo Three kind of thing. Yeah. And like I didn't get it, but the guy got me, and I'm like, how did that happen? Whatever. And I just kind of sling a controller and it breaks. But I've not gotten that mad ever since. Like yeah. Maze was. Super little. He was asleep, so I know he heard all of it. He don't remember it, obviously. But yeah. wow, wow. 
So when Clint's online gaming, don't don't get on the computer. Don't get on it's the a computer. Bad it's a bad idea for everybody <laughs> involved. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Hammy and Casey both come over, you know, later after that, and they're like, "Holy crap, dude!" Like, I can't tell you how much stucco I had to put on the wall to fix a wall. <laughs> It, it was bad. It was bad. After I got through it, it's like I've got to fix all this now. So I had to go buy power tools to <laughs> figure out how to fix it all. But yeah, that that's the thirty for thirty story that Hammy wanted to tell. He wanted to do it like ESPN thirty for yeah, thirty, yeah. and get everybody's perspective. But he wasn't here. He wasn't there either. But we were hoping he, <laughs> we were hoping to get Alex on for that one because that would have been awesome. Yeah, he would have got his own his yeah. own point of view of how everything. Because I said he was just sitting there like hand over his mouth like holy crap i can't believe this is happening trying not to laugh yeah just trying not to laugh it wasn't like all in shock it's like this stupid idiot's destroyed his house over a stupid football game and 35 year old clint can look at it and say yeah that's pretty stupid but how old were you when this happened uh maze was less than two so i mean it's 10 years years i call it 10 years so So you were my age yeah yeah that that's what this game meant to me back then I mean, really. I mean, it means a lot. Like, yeah, I lost just a minute ago, but like, just some game, little. Do I? That was a great game, by the way. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and hopefully people can see it on YouTube too. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, this game has caused more heartache, heartbreak, destruction, and for you, money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I seriously can't tell you the number of controllers I've broken. It, no, it's, there ain't it's, no telling. It's probably approaching a thousand dollars worth of controllers. I mean, he just get he'd be stand, we'd be I'd make a big play or something like that along them lines, and he would just take that thing and just sling it, slamming up against the wall. I used to do that against uh, with Alabama football too. Like Brody, when Brody was there, he I think he fumbled against LSU or something. And I got mad at that, you know, it was before saving and everything. So I mean, this is, like I told y'all, I'm, you know, I've I've been a Bama fan for a while. Yeah, even though I was an Auburn fan at one point too. But no, we know, we know that. Oh, oh, that's the other story. Uh, Casey invited me to go to Auburn one weekend, and Auburn was playing USF South Florida. Mm. And this is when Remember this game was it? Yeah, was it Cody finally got to, Cody Burns finally got to come in at quarterback? Maybe Tuberville mm, was still there. I don't know. Alex was there. You were at that game. Him okay, and his dad went. Right? So, uh, me, mom, dad, Terry, which is my wife, and one of her friends. Okay, so this was this got to be like 2006, right? Mm, 2007. Okay, mid 2000, mid to late 2000. There you go. Anyway, we go. He invited me to go, and I said, okay, I'll go. I said, but I'm not wearing anything Auburn, you know. I said, I'll find an orange shirt, but it's not going to have Auburn on it. So I find an orange button-down shirt, wear it, but I've got my Alabama hat on, and it's like red. I'm talking about full-blown. Alabama hat? Yeah. Full-blown crimson. As crimson as crimson can be. (laughs) And where we were, we were kind of in the upper deck, Kind of maybe on the, I want to say maybe the 45, 30, 45 yard line. So we're on the visitor side looking down. And uh, and I'm catching catching it from people behind me. Like that that Alabama, or that red crimson don't go with that orange shirt. And I just kind of put my thumb up, whatever. My team already won. It's like 10 to 9 over Vandy. You know, go Shula. 
Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, it couldn't have been 2007 because that was Nick Saban's first year, so it might have been a little, a little earlier than that. Anyway, <coughs> anyway, um, so we're sitting there and we're watching the game, and you know I'm clapping when Auburn does something good. I'm cheering for Auburn. Everything's going great. This little old lady is sitting right next to me, and she's Nick. She's every bit of 80. And she kind of taps me on the shoulder and she says, Why are you here? <laughs> and I said, Well, my friend invited me. And I said, And I do pull for Auburn. I said, I, I root for them. They're not playing in Alabama. You know, I want the state to do good. And she says, But you're an Alabama fan. I said, Yes, ma'am, I am. And she says, There's no way I'd go to an Alabama game like that. I said, what are you talking about? She says, there's no way I go to an Alabama game wearing Auburn stuff and all that. She says, there's no way, I, you know, I'd go to an Alabama game if they weren't playing Auburn is basically what she said. And I said, well, I said, I go for both teams. I said, my buddy invited me. I'm just here having a good time. I said, I enjoy I, I, I enjoy here. I enjoy the atmosphere. I said, I'm having a good time. And she says, I just don't get it. She says, I can never pull for the like, yeah, I'll have to bleep that out. But she's like, she's in her 80s. And she just, just looked at it and says, yeah, I'd never pull for them. That's funny. Yeah. It, did did you listen to that episode? But then, then Auburn blew it and lost. Yeah. But but that was the year that you, you uh, USF went all the way up to like number two. Yeah. Number two. It might have been year. 2007. Cause it's 2007. Is that, it was? Mm-hmm. Okay, because that was the year there was like four different teams at the last week. Texas Tech was one. Uh, West Virginia. The only reason I remember that because LSU two loss LSU ended up in the national championship game. The year before that, Auburn went eleven and two. Maybe that's what it was. And it was it was the (coughs) second to last year before Tuberville got. I remember you know the Boo Birds come out because Tuberville Tuberville's offense sucked, and um, the Boo Birds were out. I remember Casey screaming, "Put in Cody." So that's why I remember Cody Burns being the quarterback. So was that the year Tony Franklin was there? Is the OC? No, uh, yes. Yeah. Was that the three to two year versus Mississippi State? No, that's that's wrong. No, I'm about to say I was. He came in. He came in oh, that nine. New Year's bowl game. Yeah, against Clemson that year though. That oh, year, Tuberville brought him in. Yeah, yeah. To redo that the couldn't offense. have been 2007 then. It was 07. Because Bama, South Florida. Yeah, that was 07 against Florida, South Florida, and at the end of that year at the bowl game, he brought Tony against in. Clemson. And then Tony September the eighth, two thousand disaster, two thousand eight. Yeah, disaster. Real bad. Real bad. Yes. Now, did you hear that story that I told on one of our episodes? I can't remember which episode of Talker Go Home it was about the Georgia fan, the Georgia game. <coughs> I did. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I've had, I've had. Look, you want to, you want to. But just in case the people here haven't heard it, I mean. Oh, you want me to tell it again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, just real quick. So, a buddy of mine texted me to. He he's a Georgia fan. He's from Georgia. He and I work together. I'm an Auburn fan. Blah blah blah. So we go. He's like, "Hey, you want to go to the Auburn Georgia game? It's at Auburn this year." I'm like, "Hey, yeah, I can't wait. I love Auburn." And so I go to the. We, we're like, "Yeah, let's go." Well, I make the mistake of allow, allowing him to purchase the tickets. So what does he do? Unbeknownst to me, he purchases tickets in the Georgia section. Of course. Of Jordan Hare Stadium, Jordan Hare is where Auburn. It's Auburn's home stadium. And I honestly thought at the time where I saw you was going to the game, I honestly thought, okay, well, Nick, he got hooked up with some tickets, so you know he's taking somebody he hangs out with a lot. He's taking the game, let him get that Auburn experience, yes. even though they pull for the other team. Yeah. 
No. Boy, was I wrong. No. <laughs> and this is the first time that this guy had ever been to an Auburn game. He'd been in Auburn Stadium before, but this is the first time he'd ever been to an Auburn game. And for those that don't know, the Auburn-Georgia rivalry, it's the oldest rivalry in the Deep South. They've been playing since like 1890-something. Okay, so it's a really, it is a really big rivalry. I actually hate Georgia more than I hate Alabama, personally, but, <laughs> but that's, just, that's just me as an Auburn fan. Well, that series is – It's historic. Well, it's tied. To, I mean, it's very 50-50. It's very like, yeah. Georgia may be up right now, but it's only by like a game or two. Yeah, I it's think not they're much. up by two games. Yeah. So, anyway – so we go. There's a. There's of course a ton of fanfare. Well, we sit down in our seats in the upper deck, and and I'm going, like we're walking to our seats, and I'm going, oh no, because I know how it works. Yeah. The away team, they always get the top seats oh, in yeah. the upper deck on the corners. Well, we're close to a corner, and we're walking up, and up, up and up, and <laughs> up, and I'm like, oh no. And no, see, no, Nick no, is no, used no, to no. having connections, being like on the fifty yard line, like on yeah. the fourth section, yeah. you know, the fourth row. For instance, like the Iron Bowl. Right. I go to the Iron Bowl. I'm on the sideline in the jumbotron. There so you go. It, that this whole experience for me was very unusual. <laughs> so I I get up there and I sit down and there's nobody around me, but it's the Auburn Georgia game. I know there's going to be people that are going to come and sit down. Well, sure enough. By about two minutes into the game, some Georgia fans sit down next to me, and it's just non like it. You know, <laughs> every kickoff, you know, just these grown adults everywhere around me just barking, just like barking, and just cussing up a storm. F word this, you know, D the GD this, and the the people that were sitting next to me. Uh, that were not my friend. They were. You could tell they were from fairly affluent. You know backgrounds, but nonetheless, they were very passionate about their Georgia Bulldogs. At one point, a Georgia defensive lineman goes down, and the crowd in the stadium starts to boo. Well, they're booing because Auburn's offense was pacing down the field, they right? Moving down the field at a very quick pace, and they had. And the that's a new thing to do. Field. A lot of people are doing the no huddle and yes, and all that. And you know, hey. What is it called? Lobster, I think, is what the term for it is. Oh, I, I, I think I, they say that from the sideline. Somebody lobster, mm-hmm. and you've actually seen it before, like against Arkansas, where like two people go down at the same time because oh, they don't know. You're talking about when they fall. Right. Yeah. So that's what they thought happened. That's what all the Auburn fans right. in the stadium thought was happening is the only way to, if your defense cannot stop it schematically, formation wise, then. Instead of burning the, the timeout. Instead of burning the timeout, one of the ways to stop the game <coughs> is to fake an injury. And that's what all the Auburn fans in the stadium thought that this Georgia defensive lineman was doing. He was faking an injury to stop the Auburn offense from pacing down the field. So they uh, decide to boo. Well, the Georgia fans next to me did not think that that was sportsmanship. Yeah, not, yeah. not a lot so of sportsmanship. So they proceed to cuss out the entire Auburn, you know, yes, this blankety blank place. I hate orange. Blankety no dogs. Blank people. And Brandon rolled so his eyes. in that moment, I immediately decided I'm not going to be confrontational. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to antagonize him. I'm going to make this person and all of these Georgia fans around me want to be my friend. I'm going to be the greatest example of an Auburn man that I can be. Right. I graduated from Auburn. You know, when you're at Auburn, they have something called the Auburn Creed that that is kind of instilled in you. And I'm just in that moment, I decided. I'm going to be the Auburn Creed, written by George Petrie, by the way, who was one of Auburn's first uh, head football coaches. I'm just going to be this Auburn Creed. I'm going to be an Auburn man, and I'm going to force this man to be friends with me by I'm the end of the day. I'm going to kill game. him with kindness. Exactly. 
And uh, by the end of the game, I ended up finding out where the man lived and where his son went. <laughs> we lived down off Route and, 2 over yeah. there in Georgia. You and turn uh, on that dirt road and you've gone too far. you got to come you, back. You could just see it, man, on his face. You know, by the, by the end of the game, his demeanor had changed and, and it was just like it, he and, – and I think some of it had to do with the fact that they were winning. But <laughs> – but, even when they were winning, he was being a butthole up until the point where I started to conversate with him right. in a pleasant manner. And he kind of <coughs> reciprocated that. So it was that was a really interesting experience. That could have gone a very different way where I could have ended up in jail with you know my nose punched in and that kind of thing. But it didn't. I decided to take it the other way. And, well, and, you, uh, talk, you talk about, and I know you said that's your biggest rival, at which anybody not from here probably doesn't know that that rivalry is so big they can probably consider it a number two rivalry. Yeah. Well, Alabama's number two rivalry, uh, maybe three now, but number two rivalry for years and years has always been Tennessee. Yeah. Well, my sister and I made the trek in 2009 to Knoxville. You know, hey, we've never been up there. We'll go up there and see. Hmm. And this was Fatfield's last year there. So it's been 2008. I'm sorry. 2008. And, um, we get up there and we're the same way. We've got tickets, ride around a bunch of Tennessee fans, and we are catching all kind of grief. But eventually, you know, we're not. I'm definitely not that a hole Alabama fan. I promise you, I'm not. Um, and, my, and my sister, gosh, she's just so. I know you're not because anyway. I know what you are. You said, a, "Can you kill his mic?" Like for <laughs> I the rest, can. Of, I can, yeah, I can press a button. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we we ended up, you know. Conversing with them and and um, having a good time. Well, on the way out of the stadium, we almost got into it with some dr- drunk frat girls. Frat girls. Frat girls. Oh Whatever. It's not frat. It's sorority. Uh, sorority. There you go. <coughs> hey. No, 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 no. That's not what made me laugh. What's oh. making me laugh is this image of you getting into it with a bunch of petite college girls. Yeah. <laughs> well, like we're walking down, and and it, here's the thing: if you have you all ever been to Knoxville to see a game? I've never been to Neyland. Been to Knoxville, I never see a game. Knoxville is like going to. It would be like going to Georgia Tech. You know, it's kind of in the metro. Yeah. Well, that Knoxville Stadium, the best I could tell, is kind of in the metro. There's it's right not, there on the river. It's yeah. right there on the river, and there's not a lot of parking. We had to park like two and a half miles away, and then trek the entire way. Yeah. Well, we're trying to figure out where our car is, and we walk out of the stadium, and I'm like, yeah, it's right over here. It's right over here. And I kept, I said that for probably 35 minutes to my sister. We're like, yeah, it's just right over here. Let's just keep walking. It's just right over here. Well, we round the corner, and there they are, and we've got our Alabama garb on, like just full-blown Alabama Who garb. Who won the game? Alabama. Okay. Uh, 30 to 9, maybe. Alabama was number one. It was like the first time they had been number one in, since 90, well, no, since 2000. Saban's second well, year. Yeah, Saban's yeah. second year. They hadn't been number one. They weren't number one that year, so it's probably since 92, 93 maybe. Anyway, um, we ran the corner, and this girl, you tell she had been drinking the entire time. And she just comes up to me, act blank, 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 Alabama suck. And this is after the game. This isn't before the game. Like, before the game, you're like, okay, it's 0-0 still technically. You can kind of talk your smack. This game's over. It's like 30-9 to nine was the final score. We're number one. Y'all couldn't do anything against us. Alabama sucks. I'm just like, well, we won and we're number one. And she just like flips me off. And we just keep walking. <laughs> like, <laughs> again, Real I'm – classy. Yeah, well, I'm not that – I don't try to be that a-hole Alabama fan. Usually, 
what I what I define as an a hole Alabama fan. You get into a football discuss like a real football discussion. First thing out of their mouth is, y'all want to take a guess? National championships. Na- the number of national championships. We got 1,200 national championships. Well, which, you know, you do. I mean, y'all do have a lot of national championships. Well, I mean, we, Auburn we has, claim. Auburn has two. Nick was trying to cover. Auburn has two. Well, y'all got two that y'all <laughs> claim. Y'all got some others that you could, and I, and I get that. For whatever reason, Alabama's claimed all these others retrospectively and everything. It is what it is. We've been successful with the championships that – matter from the 60s on up and i get that too but i'm not i'm not gonna be one to throw in we got 17 national championships roll tide saving's the best ever roll tide like i'll i'll give critique where critique needs to be given but my answer is not 17 national championships we're well, the only one i know that confesses that well I, t- I, t- I tell you i hate lsu because they're fans i really do like coach o though like I, so the thing that, that i've learned about lsu fans is they are amazing outside of the stadium. They're yeah, absolutely amazing. Hey, come on over. You know, we'll get some crawfish and some boudin. Yep, yep. Drink it up, eat it up. Let's have let's have a good time. But the moment you step in their stadium into Death Valley, yep. And they play. What's that song they play? Uh, the band. You know, in is that it neck? Yes, neck. They play. And well, they don't play it anymore. Oh, it's been barred. Oh, but the band, they, they don't play it. But the student section. Oh, still they'll still chant it. Oh yeah, they'll still chant it. And so I've, I've, I've been to – And if y'all Death don't know Valley what it is, twice. go look at it. Yeah. Go Just go watch it. You'll go, see just it. Just go look it up. It's very vulgar. Um, like so vulgar, I'm not going to put a Mario coin with it. Yeah. <laughs> so go – anyway, it's really explicit. But – and they're just hateful. Just just hate. But no fandom is more hateful and mean than the than – the, and I've got friends that are Georgia fans. But then the, the, the Georgia aforementioned fandom. Georgia fans. And I've heard that too. I will never go watch a game over there. I would. Don't. I don't. Don't ever go. I don't ever go. Don't. There, there's when a whole Alabama fan will come out with Clint is if I go to Georgia and I catch in a lot of grief for no reason. But I would. I'm part of that that group that really wants the SEC to do well. Like I'm. I'm one of those that chant SEC, and I know if anybody from the Big Ten is listening, they hate that. Every conference hates that we pull for our conference, for the yeah. most part. I'm an SEC fan. I'm I mean, an I SEC am. fan. Like, yeah. I'll pull for the con- – It's for me, it's team, it's state, then it's conference. <laughs> I agree. Absolutely. I'll pull, I'll pull for UAB over Tennessee. Yes. But I'll pull for Tennessee over Oregon. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll pull for everybody but Alabama. Yeah. I'm not that way. <laughs> I'm not that way. I'm not that I'm way. I'm going to see what Clint said. I just want to see what Clint said. <laughs> but – Alex is the same way. <laughs> Alex, you got to defend. Okay, so obviously you're not. You a ain't said SEC a whole lot in this entire thing. Go ahead and explain why. I just don't. So, like, if just... Arkansas's playing North Texas, I mean, you ain't got dog in the fight. It's just football. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. And I'm that's saying, fine too. That's yeah. fine too. I mean, I I'm, hate I'm, that Arkansas's I'm down on woo pig suey all the way in that right, situation. Right. Right. I want the yeah. SEC to do well. You know, oh, because no. here's the thing. You, that's going to be in a bowl game, right? Sure. That matchup happens. Hey, we get the money likely. from the bowl game. And if we win the bowl game, it's not just Arkansas that gets that money. Oh, it's That everybody. money is divided evenly amongst all schools in the SEC. It's, so it benefits Auburn, too, it's for divided, me to on. You know what I mean? Is it divided 15 ways with two parts going to the school? Yes, I think so. Okay. This is how I remember it. I don't I don't, I don't. look at it at that way. It's just, you know, because it used to always be like that. It just used to always be – like Matt Jones, the Arkansas, come to 
come to Auburn and whoop our tails. Right. I remember them games. And yeah, I, I remember I those games too. But that's not going to prevent me from, from rooting on – because here's the thing. The more your in-season competition does be- – like the better they do, the better it makes you look. Sure. So why not cheer Especially on the guys now. that beat your butt – so that they they keep on looking good, so it makes you look better. Especially now with that BCS slash playoff era, because that quality of win, quality of loss makes a big yeah. deal. But like, I want all the SEC teams to win in the bowl games. Nah, play right. the Farmer Brothers could care less, obviously. <clears throat> so y'all don't look at that. I don't look at. It. I don't. I don't do it that way. So Tennessee plays. I care less. Okay. That's like, you know, if... Tennessee gets thumped, they get thumped. That's like if Air Force plays Army, I'm rooting for the Air Force because my dad was in the Air Force. So you're going to root for Georgia? Against whoever. Anybody? Yeah, absolutely. Can't do it. (laughs) Well... Absolutely. I got different I'm not that petty. And I'm not saying you guys are, but I'm not that petty just like... Okay. Usually so Alabama fan that that <laughs> usually yeah oh, what? U- usually I mean all right there I'm it not is. saying that no, is this either. I'm making all kinds of enemies right now <laughs> no, no, no 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 I promise because I look at those fans I'm like it makes it makes me hate being an Alabama but fan. Here's it the thing does too that every single fandom has well with one exception I, I I don't really think Texas A&M has a single bad fan out there uh, it's a little weird actually. But well, because Texas A and M's always been the stepbrother to Texas, so they don't know how to take it. I think. But no, like the the two times I've been to Aggieland, like well, there was this one time I had to find my way up to the jumbotron to our filming spot, and this drunk Texas A and M fan comes up to me, and I'm like, oh god, I'm about to catch some heck because I'd gotten used to it at that point. And he goes, Hey, bud, you know where you're going? What can I do to help you? And I said, I'm actually lost. I need to get up top. And he said, all right. come." And obviously, you know, I'm in my Auburn gear. Right. I got my pass and everything. So he knew I was a part of the team. He you got go down some, this dirt road. And if you <laughs> go down and get paid, you're too he, far. He got this state trooper that was working security to come over, Texas State Trooper. And the, the he said, hey, let's get this guy up top. And the state trooper escorted me to the top. He and this trooper. So you're expecting to get escorted by a state trooper for a different reason, but not for to be helpful. Yeah, yeah, okay. no, and like they were just so genuine, so nice. Even the people that work there, like security for the stadium, it was just everybody that worked with Texas A&M. It's almost like they well, pride see, themselves why. on being the greatest, nicest. And I get that to an the, extent, the, but the, that's also why, even still, till now, I don't. It's hard for me to consider Texas A&M and Missouri part of the SEC. It's just uh, – something about it still doesn't quite fit. I don't know why. Now, because see, we're, even, we're off kill, man. We are we off are. kill we're, right we're, now. We're completely in the pick trail right here. No, so. I'm, I'm not really talking about – I'm just talking about the differences we have in certain oh. things. Like I, I consider Texas A&M right now an SEC school. Absolutely. Now, Missouri, I don't. You go – okay, y'all go – to we need to go. We I need think to go they, to a Texas I think they fit in. When you go, you will Get consider, head, Nick Wilson. You will consider it a, a, an SEC school. The I, atmosphere. I think, yeah. Yeah. But go to a Missouri game and you're going, okay, UAB games are more have a better atmosphere than this place. Really? It's Well it's because they've been down too, but I guess when you were going is you you weren't at Auburn during the the 2014 run to the championship and all that where you no okay no because that's when Missouri was last good I don't think when they were sad. winning the SEC East when they first come in the conference well, my first year my first football season was the 2014 season 
But okay. see, we didn't go to Missouri until 2016, I right. believe, 2015 or 2016. And it was – and don't get me wrong, their facilities were okay – I mean, let me just put it to you this it's way. Not they, they didn't even have air conditioning in their visiting team locker room. Holy man. You Football I mean? is not like, their primary sport up there. Exactly. No. Yeah. Soccer is. Yeah. Yeah. And not being football. involved in politics. Hey, um, not SEC. Let's move on. Yeah. I would like to go to every SEC stadium. I would. I've been to Knoxville. I've been to Auburn. I've been to Alabama. I've been on the campus at Starkville where I was doing inspection work. I, a lot of people say going to the Grove at Ole Miss is a great that experience. That is an amazing experience. So, how many have you been to? I've been to uh, been Aggieland. I've been so I've been to Texas A and M. I've been to Missouri, oh, no, Auburn, A and M, Missouri, uh, Bryant Denny, Bama, Sanford, Georgia, okay, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. You're gonna run out of fingers and drop your ball. Hemingway seven. Mississippi State. Okay. Hey, you got one, two more fingers left before you drop the mic. Vandy? I think. Hadn't been to Vandy. Hadn't been to Florida. Hadn't been to South Carolina. Hadn't been to Tennessee. Is that it? LSU. Oh, LSU. I've been to LSU, so there's nine. LSU, yeah. That's a good number. So I've got – I'm on the downhill slope for SEC right. stadiums. Kentucky? Yes, been to Kentucky. Okay. But that was 20 – that was either 2014 or – no, that was 2015, I believe. It was the Thursday night game. Now you go to Kentucky, and you that you will consider it an SEC, you know, caliber football sure, school. But it's basketball. As much energy as they put into celebrating a first down. <laughs> first down, Kentucky, and the it, crowd goes crazy. It's funny you say that because when we went to that Tennessee game during during the game, you know, this is time you know when when Fatfield was on his way out and the support was getting way down yeah. to help boost the morale. They do kind of like what a basketball game, a basketball arena does. They, you know, they kind of take their pet band and they'll put them at the exits. Like they'll walk up to the exits and they'll kind of play. So the whole arena can kind of hear Tennessee does that. Like their halftime show is really good. Don't get me wrong, but like they would put band members at each of the exits and they'd be kind of playing within the crowd or whatever, which I thought that was weird for a football game. But there's one thing that a Tennessee fan lives for. It's the stupid woo in Rocky Top. Good old Rocky Top. Woo! Rocky Top, Tennessee. It's the only time you heard them when they played that stupid fight song. That's the only time you heard them. You hear the band. You you could hear anybody sitting here talking next to you. But whenever it got to good old Rocky Top, woo, the whole entire stadium would go So woo. I take you, you don't like Rocky Top? I just I don't prefer that setting. I don't, I like the song actually. I used to like Dixieland a lot. Yeah, I used to as well. Ruined that song. Yeah, well. Anyway, <laughs> so trying to get closed out. I've got. I was going to tell that one as one of my others. So I've got two more stories real quick and and a, a couple of quick questions. One story. Um, I would used to play um, with Alabama in a dynasty. You know. 10, 20, 30 years down the road, whatever. And at the time, you couldn't switch conferences in this particular game, and I would play my uncle. He would always get Auburn. So I would always say the Alabama-Auburn game, and we'd play each other, and I'd beat the mess out of him. There was one time when Auburn, I guess they'd recruited well during the dynasty or whatever, and they were like number two, and Bama was number one. And he got kind of the same scenario as the game we just played. Who was this? Charles. Charles. Uh. Anyway, I can't remember. 
Anyway, he was playing, and he was up by one. No, I was up by one. And this is the time when they had the little cards, the little power-up cards. You could play a card, and, like, the wind would come in. Or you'd play a card, and the, the goalpost would shrink or whatever. Well, he was getting ready to kick a field goal. Yeah. And I had to use the cards to beat him. So, Charles, if you listen to this, he still won't play me in that game because of that because I cheated. And I was like, I didn't cheat. I had those power-up sword. I could use them. But <laughs> um, – there was that one, and and there's going to be one here. And I'm kind of embarrassed to talk about, but I was playing the nefarious cousin Jimmy. He had Alabama, and I think I had Florida State because he wasn't going to play the game if he couldn't be Alabama. Yeah. <clears throat> and this is the same guy that would run Hail Mary every play and get stomped 49 to seven. Well, we were playing a game, and he was actually playing it and was doing pretty well. Well, I was down. I was Florida State, who's usually traditionally pretty good in the game during that time. Well, I'm on a I'm on a roll or he's on a roll on defense on offense and I'm trying to stop him. I can't stop him. So, in pure Clint Thompson fashion, I pull my pants down. Completely down. From the waist down, I'm completely naked. Where are we going? <laughs> and I start doing All the right. tomahawk chop with my hips. <laughs> going whoa <laughs> and he is so out of it that he's like turned his back to the tv and is still trying to play and i come back and meet him so those are my last two my last two and stories. that's where he got his nickname spam <laughs> <laughs> no no um let's we'll edit that part out <laughs> uh, probably not but anyway um but that was it uh as far as that goes now to finish out the episode one of the one of the things that I that I will always do with this game, I'll run a dynasty with Alabama for a little while. I'll run a dynasty with somebody else, but I'll also take and I'll run a dynasty with the crappiest team on the game traditionally, or the newest team on the game, mm-hmm. like a UAB. They're traditionally not very good. They have been lately, but traditionally they're not very good. In twenty fourteen, the twenty fourteen game, South Alabama was a new team. Yeah, they're not very good at all. Like they're super bottom of the food chain it it means a lot to build them up through recruiting and things like that um but traditionally and for whatever whatever reason this is why i pull for them in that particular game navy's always had success last 20 years they've had pretty decent success eight wins nine wins seven wins whatever air force they'd have nine ten win seasons whatever Army had like a three-win season. They'd have like a two-win season. They go winless. So Army was always my team that I always picked. Well, because of that, I always pull for Army in the Army Navy game. And they've had some success as of late. They didn't win yeah. this year, obviously. But do y'all have a team that y'all would do that with? I'm not talking about your top of the line Auburn running thirty-year on the game program on the game. Do you did y'all ever do that? Did y'all ever have a particular not team? I the, always took Army and did it at least once. Not with nobody like a South Alabama or nothing right. like that. I would try to pick somebody like like a mid major, somebody like Georgia Tech. Okay, well, take I mean, somebody like that. Right, and, you know, traditionally they haven't been as successful. Right, yeah. But you know, hey, it'd be nice to get them back to prominence, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, like I know a lot of history about Army football just because of it, like, like Oregon State. I, that's funny. I've taken yeah. Oregon State. Yeah, somebody like them. Right. Um, and, and like a Vandy. I've taken a Vandy before because traditionally they're not very good. Right. Yeah. Um, I've taken Oregon State. I think I've taken Washington. 
um, in the game. I think the, I took to Rutgers one time. Yeah. To yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've had it to where like USC gets so far down in the tank that I'll take them over and build them back yeah. up, kind of thing. Right. And just see like, okay, I left this school. How's this school doing? You know, there was one time I took. I went from like Army to UAB, and then Alabama was like zero and ten seasons. And I went to Alabama and won the first game against the number one team, and they also were number one in the polls the next I'm gonna week. I'm going to take your game home in. So, you ain't taking my game home. I'm going to go home and play it some more. Oh, I'm going to steal it right <laughs> now. I'm it. So, I just, I just didn't know if there was something like that that y'all, y'all ever did. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I can't remember. Not one particular team. That right. I, you know, I was just my favorite, but just kind of like you were just talking about taking different teams and doing doing that kind of stuff with them. All right. I don't know, I don't know Alex, Alex, if he, if he even – he didn't play yeah, it like he that. Like that. Uh, not that I can remember. Yeah. I think it was mostly when I used a dynasty. Right. Most I just used Auburn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Most um, of the time. Now, I remember him doing that though. Right. I can't exactly tell you which team it was, but he would do it. Oh, I'd. I'd one of the achievements in, in the three hundred and sixty games, you could have achievements if you got. I would go like 20, 20 years. Yeah. You know, one of them was like, like a thirty year dynasty, and I was like, "Well, I've got that." In I like would get through the season. Yeah, get through with a, with one season, like. Within the week, I, I, like right now, I'm going through a dynasty with UAB. I won like 12 national championships in a row. Like it's on the hardest difficulty. Again, yeah, it's against the computer. I know, but you know, I've I've gotten to the point where I will simulate the game and yeah. just go recruit, or I'll set up a recruiting board in the front. I'm to the point where I can set up a recruiting board in the front and then sim yeah. the entire season and see who I get. So, like, I don't know why. I know it's just a lot of push A, simulate, see what you get, and redo it. But I've always found that entertaining, and it's just something I've always enjoyed yeah. to do. So, all right, last question, and I promise we'll get out of here. Is there any particular team or fan base that you just absolutely cannot stand? Any. Like, if we went through all 130 teams, could you tell me, yeah, they're okay, yeah, I really like them, or, yeah, I just really don't like them? There's one I hate and I can't stand. It's Ohio State. Because of the article adjective, the. I hate that. I hate, I hate that. Yeah. Hate the Ohio State. I don't – you're a Ohio State University. I don't care about your article adjective of the. That's probably – uh, <laughs> I get their tradition. Yeah, they've been great at football, and they're great at other sports too. I can't stand because it it's stupid. The, the and that stupid Ohio State Buckeye super fan guy yeah. that's got the the Buckeye necklace all the time. Yeah, can't stand that guy. Hmm. Like, there's times I don't like LSU. I'm sorry, man. I can't stand Georgia. I do Mine's not like them. Got to be Georgia too. I don't like them. Ohio State's up there just because for those exact same reasons. It's hubris. It's just it's just cockiness for no yeah. reason. Like, ha, be a little humble. They're not I, the only I have ones no that do room it. to talk from an Alabama fan standpoint about being humble. But for Clint Thompson himself, just be a little humble. Yeah. I mean, goodness. They're not gracious. the only school that does that, though. I think Penn State does it too. And like, there, there's a lot of schools up up north that do that. I can tolerate Penn State a little bit more though. But because they came from, I mean, nothing because they were yeah. never associated with the conference for the longest time, yeah. and they finally got in with the Big Ten, and you know they're wide out. That's nice, Joe Pa. You know, excluding all the other stuff that happened, you know, Joe Pa, Florida State. I can kind of, 
go with them a little bit. Same thing. They were independent for the very longest time. I tell you another one I'm kind of getting kind of sick of. That's Clemson. Uh, I can't. I have to wholeheartedly <laughs> disagree with that. Well, that's because it's sister university. I, I get yeah. all that. And, and I mean, Clemson. So I, I like Clemson. I like Dabo. But just like that fan base is like just. I've never liked Georgia ever since I was younger. I haven't liked them. I did, never have. Never will. Let me just put it to you this way. The last time I went to Georgia, they Georgia fans spit on Auburn University's band. Not See, not I on the instruments. Not on the instruments. Spit on the band members. I can't Grown stand adults that. Yeah. spitting on college. That's uh, that's just classless. That's band. just classless. Yeah. I can't stand that. I can understand being passionate. I can understand being an a hole. Ha ha! You know, I'm sitting here talking to Alex. Ha ha! Roll Tide, 17 national championships. Woo, doggy. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Um, I mean, but, but it's different though. Like. Are you okay? You look tired. When's, when's the last time they won it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when's the last time they won a national championship? 19. Who? 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 Who really Georgia. cares? Who really cares? 80. Because 80. it's been 80. that far back. 80. 80. I mean, talking about 40 years ago. Yeah. Mine would have to be Florida. Really? I could get some yeah, of that. Yeah, I could see. And I've only gathered that because I used, you know, I like Tim Tebow. I, I do hated, not. hated Steve Spurrier. Back in the nineties, but as I grew up and like seeing some of his media stuff now, and just how funny got he to like is, him more. I've got to where I like him more. I, I love yeah. Les Miles. I didn't like him at all when he was at LSU. I love me some Les Miles. That guy is funny. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is hilarious. That grass eating. So, yeah, <laughs> he's just like, um, gosh, what's the Washington State coach? Um, Leach. Leach. Mike Leach. Yeah. Mike Leach's have y'all, press conferences, His y'all? press conferences are hilarious. Yeah. You know whose press conferences are amazing? Like, okay, so on one end of the spectrum, you have Mike Leach's press conferences. Mike and on Gundy. the complete opposite end, you have Nick Saban's press conferences. <laughs> yeah. Both are funny, but for completely, completely different, different reasons. reasons. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Nick Saban to say, yeah, I don't like you. I'm not going to answer that question. Everybody laugh about it, because yeah. even though he's kind of serious about it. What else are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, what else are you going to do? You're going to keep pushing it because I'll just walk away. Yeah. Bill Belichick's funny like that, too, yeah. in the NFL. All right, I said that was the last question. One more question. <laughs> this is what this podcast does. NCAA or Madden? Uh, definitely NCAA. For me, too. Hands yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, never really <coughs> didn't get into Madden much. Well, see, with Madden, I get it because you can have a 15, 20-year career with – Somebody, I remember there was one season when when Brady first got in. You were a big Patriots guy, like you're like I like the paint, I like the colors. You know Brady coming in. You know I like Brady when he first what? got in there. Who was you? Who? Me? Yeah. You started a dynasty with with he the Patriots. Remember. Yeah. Wow, I, I have no idea. A like Brady fan. Two thousand four PlayStation Two. I mean seriously. Okay. Like, well, I, mean, I had a lot of the Maddens, but I never really got into it as much as I did NCAA. And the thing is, with NCAA, you've got new faces at least every four years. I, I tell you. Because you got to go recruit, I, and these guys are leaving in okay. four years and everything else. You can have a franchise quarterback for 20 years. Ka- I disagree with Casey. He said not too long ago that the Madden 20 was no good. Yeah. I think it's actually a pretty good game. Okay. Just because I've, I've been playing it. Right. You know, here and there, I haven't been playing it, you know, a ton. Right. But you can go draft your players 
and it, it has that similar feel to recruiting. Right. When you lose all them, all the veterans and everything, right. and so you're kind of building them up. Sure. And you're adding their agility, their strengths, and all that stuff as you go. Yeah. So. But you start dealing with contracts and all that. I mean, you it, do. It, it's it, more than well. It can be more than four years, though. I guess is what I'm getting well, at. So. You, and then the money aspect comes in, right? Because you can, like, I had I had the Tennessee Titans, so I took Marcus <laughs> Mariota. I didn't want him. He he's, he's, he kind of sucked for he's me. Garbage. Yeah. So I threw him out. Drafted this other quarterback. Now I built him up, and he and, sucks and too. And you huh? put him away. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, he's really good. Now he can't afford it. That was my thing. Not only that, but you got the college teams in there on top of that with a creative player. Sure. And, do, and that makes it. That, that's well. That's this fun was my thing it. always with Madden. I would build somebody up until they got to like you know I'm so good this that and other. I'm like all right, we're well, gone. I'll, yeah. I'll get you know the quarterback from East Tennessee Community College or something, and I'll build him up to be you know the superstar quarterback. And once he starts that. Like, it was always a revolving door, so I kind of run my pro program playing the game more like a college because four or five years, I'm done with them. I'm, I'll get somebody else because you can control a lot of that stuff. I can I can be the, the guy and, you know, I can be the quarterback or the coach, I guess, and if I got a really good running back and a rookie quarterback, well, I'm going to run the ball a little bit more. Yeah. You know, and just little things like that. So, I mean, I kind of did this. Graphics thing, are but. good on it. The graphics are great on that game. Well, imagine if it was just, stinking – you know, NCAA. You can twenty. You you get to see it. Yeah, you get to see it when you do that. Um, it's just there's something. Di- I guess it's the fan atmosphere. It kills me that professional football is this great, huge, big animal. The average pro stadium is what sixty eight thousand seats. I think so, something like that. All right, do this though. Do this stuff for me. Rent a game or do try to yeah. do something. Do well, I, I'll go, go to Blockbuster tonight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> um. Play the game, do the creative player, go through the whole entire – because there's a storyline to sure, it leading sure. up to it. And the two playoff games that you go through, um, whatever college you pick or whatever, is pretty neat. Yeah. I, I will say, I, so I, I have seen – Have you seen I, that, Yes, Nick? yeah. So I was at <coughs> – I was at Cousins' house. Yeah, great experience to watch that. It, it it's, it's a pretty cool – because at this point, it's become not necessarily about the playing component. Mm-hmm. It's it's also broadened out to you're living the life right, of the yeah. athlete. Right. That's yeah. kind of what they're marketing it as. Now. Well, and that's so kind of what cool. the NBA games yeah. have gone to. So uh, if you yeah. guys haven't picked up a sporting game lately, you know, try it out. I mean, especially if you halfway care about some of these sports. But man, I wish they bring NCAA back something fierce. What well, was I the, think they will in the, the first year that they did on NCAA football, where you could take the player. And start him out in high school his senior year. I want to say that was twelve or thirteen. I enjoyed that. Well, they actually went back further than that, but it was like a four game season, and then now it's like a ten game season. Yeah. So like I could like I can't tell you the number of times I created two thousand two Asheville High School. But you know the the really crappy part. Yeah, that about was the that cool is? part about it. You could create your colors and oh, I could create like yeah. Springville. And, and and put some of their players on it. And, you know, we'd play during the regular season. Dude, and we, did we not recreate? We did that one we, time. We recreated all our high school yeah. players, but, like, uh, well, well, here's Tim Davis, DeMarlo Blaine. <laughs> well, here's the thing about it. In high school, you got a lot of two-way players, at least yeah. the smaller high schools. Yeah. 
Well, they don't on the game. They don't like it when you take your starting quarterback and put him in outside linebacker. <laughs> I mean, this is like a no no. Yeah. But you know, it was possible as far as messing with the depth charts and stuff. But yeah, we would do that. Yeah, those certainly. Were, those would. were cool, cool games. Especially that two thousand that two thousand season because we had the Michigan helmets. I don't know if you remember that or not. Yeah, we oh, had the, I do. The Michigan style helmets. So I would have. I would have been. I would have been. God, I was in, so young. You were four. Yeah. You hadn't even started. I was five. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. I, but here's the thing. Y'all want to know what the first – I didn't find this out until the other day. The first Asheville high school football game that I ever went to, how old I was? Six months. I was <laughs> – Six months. A year, right at a year old. Really? Came to homecoming in 1996. And I was born in September of 95. So – did you do any of the announcing that game? <laughs> I did all of it. No. I've been <coughs> good, doing good it. guy, guy. Yeah. 96. So, so, and then the fans enjoyed it. But that's that. Me and Clint would have been, I mean, sixth grade. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Seventh grade? I don't know. I'm not Something sitting here like doing the math. Okay. Long time ago. All righty then. So, 23 years. Um, real quick, Nick, Brandon, y'all do have a podcast, Talk yes. or Go Home. Y'all were smart and release an episode every two weeks instead of every week. Um, New episodes upcoming. Y'all got, what, two in the bank right now? Yes. Ready to release. Yep. So yep. do us a favor. Go check those guys out. You heard it at the front of the podcast as well on the intro. Um, like, subscribe, rate, send us a message, all that kind of good jazz. We appreciate uh, everybody that does so. Um, I don't have any names, but we have had an influx in Ohio, Idaho, and California if you're one of our new listeners out there, uh, give us a shout. What up? We uh, we appreciate you listening and uh, spread the word that you got a really really crappy podcast based out of Alabama with two guys reviewing video games that don't know what the crap they're doing. That's gonna bring them in. Yeah, out right there. So anyway, just uh, yeah. If the tell southern somebody, accent let us know. does not annoy you, <laughs> then this is your podcast. If you can get this through it long enough, yeah. yeah. So, but seriously, uh, when Clint says, you know, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff, that really does. It's it's not necessarily about the hubris of the podcast. Sure. It doesn't make us feel good. It's it's that it actually something about the algorithm. Right. It helps promote the podcast. Right. And so gets when, it in more in front of more people. So when so. people search more like video games or retro, you know, we're more on the front side because we're an up and coming or you know have more subscribers or better ratings or or exactly. whatnot. So you know, if you enjoy it. You know, go rate us four or five stars. If you hate it, give us a one star. Tell us what we can do different, and maybe we'll take that in consideration. <laughs> so, anyway, thanks for joining us this week. Hopefully, Hammy will be back next week. Um, real quick, we've been doing this here lately. Next week's podcast is ooh, Super Mario Brothers 2 for the original NES. Did y'all have anything on that? Did y'all play it? It's kind of the black uh, sheep of the oh, original yeah, Mario played Brothers. It, played it a bunch. So, Probably more than I did. One. Then one. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I did a couple of times, but well, there you I, did, I wasn't a fan. And that, <sighs> that, that's pulling, pulling. Uh, that's the one you pulling turnips up. Pulling yeah. turnips up. Yeah. yeah. That was, but there's a whole complete story that goes with that. So tune in next week. We'll, we'll go through the story. Uh, this is more or less for those guys over at uh, uh, Finish the Fight, the Halo podcast. They, oh, okay. We asked for suggestions, and this is actually their non-Halo suggestions. So, okay. guys, if y'all happen to listen to this one, uh, just know that. Super Mario Brothers 2 is coming just for you guys. So we appreciate everything, cool. and uh, we will holler at y'all on the flip side. Thanks. Appreciate it.